Yeah, so I'm looking at this doc, and honestly, honestly, I think that you know this this episode this episode is gonna be a good. I'm I'm kind of excited about this episode. It's gonna be pretty funny because there's some shit we gonna have to get into on this episode. I know that everybody has been waiting for Sterling's opinions on some mm-hmm. of these topics because we about to get into you know the nigga tape. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, nah, he ain't like that. He ain't like that. But we about to get some good. We about to get some good. You know, Kevin Samuel's action right here. So you know, we've been gone for two weeks, but we are back. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Welcome back to the After Dark Podcast. It is Black Mike on the mic. We got Big Stir up top like usual, but something's different. We got my little bro, the first special guest on the podcast, Monty Bynum. It will be the only time you ever hear me refer to him as Monty Bynum for this episode right here. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to the After Dark Podcast for having me on today. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And if you're, I don't know, if you're listening to this audio podcast, you might want to switch over to YouTube because... What you can't see is that Big Stir is in his new apartment building. He said, we moving on up, moving on up to the east side, to the east side, to the deluxe apartment in the sky. Oh, we got Sterling in his new place. Sterling, how are you like a new spot, bro? Nah, it's cool, man. It's, it's a vibe. Like, I mean, I definitely, I've only been here, what, I moved in. Uh, the first of July. Uh, well, technically started moving. I had my movers come in. We move, our moving date was on the thirtieth of uh, June, but it's been almost two weeks being in here, being uh, this upcoming Friday or upcoming Saturday. And uh, yeah, man, it's been it's been a vibe. I've definitely enjoyed it. Definitely, I've already met like some pretty cool people. Um, so like, I we'll catch up kind of a little bit more as we kind of recap what's been going on in the past couple weeks for sure. But how how's everything been hanging for y'all? It's, it's been good, man. You know, we missed last week. We apologize about that. Uh, you know, that one was kind of on me. I was a little down and out last week, could not pond. Um, you know, Sterling had some moving going on, but, you know, he was still ready to go. So that one was a little on me. But I always feel weird when I don't pond. Like, it almost feels like my week is kind of off. Like, I feel kind of like I didn't do something I was supposed to do when mm-hmm. I'm not on the mic pod and whatnot so I'm, I'm glad to be back i'm glad to get back into some topics uh luckily you uh-huh. know the pod gods have blessed us with mm-hmm. some beautiful topics to roll it and get get this thing back on the roll uh, but before we get into anything you know i know sterling's <laughs> sterling's had i'm gonna let him tell it but he's had some he's had some rough past couple of days i don't know <laughs> if you describe it as rough it's definitely been eventful um, you know, and I'm just glad. I'm just glad he's actually here to speak with us. <laughs> actually, you know, this mantra has almost been the new co-host at this point. For real so, I mean, I'm gonna let Dylan tell it. Go ahead and get into whatever the fuck happened to you, my bro. Monty, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot it's Monty. Yeah, I we look for the people that don't know. Uh, before I even get into it about uh, Monty, or we know him as Mantras, but uh, Monty. Uh, <laughs> He's a goat, um, and we'll talk about his music a little bit later. Oh uh, yeah, we'll um, get into it. Yeah, we'll get into it. But yeah, man, it's been a crazy past couple of weeks for me. Obviously, like I said, I I just recently moved um, from my old place. Um, 
super grateful to have, to live into move into a really nice spot um more of the south like southern side of charlotte but closer to a lot of stuff which is great um beautiful setup like i'm actually out in here one of the co-working spaces doing uh the pod tonight because we we still gotta get the couch coming into the apartment we gotta get a few things gotta get my desk all that stuff set up is it's it's a process but you know it is what it is but on top of that obviously we had july 4th um this past week um and i was really chilled for that to be honest didn't do a lot to go back to the event that everyone kind of is probably wondering what the heck is going on yeah. uh so yeah like i was uh i was actually last sunday or the sunday before fourth of july so it would have been the second of july i was going out i was going to get like some some hangers some stuff from ikea which you got to kind of drive a little bit away from where i live to go there so i'm coming back there's an exit that everybody takes onto i-77 coming down and a gentleman I won't even call him a gentleman, a bro. Uh, he uh, he was trying to cut up the line to like merge in and like he skipped like six, seven cars. Like, give us a rundown of what he looked like. Yeah, he was he he was he looked like us. He he, he was black, <laughs> but he was black. And he got. He, I mean, dude, I give this description to the police about forty times. It's almost annoying at this mm-hmm. point, but. Either or, like I, I went down. Uh, we were coming in. I was like, this person. I was already kind of in front of old, old Brody, and like I just was like, you know, pulling in front of him. And he, he was at the end of the merging ramp, and I'm like, bro, like it's not my fault. You just just got to skip like six, seven cars. You could have waited your turn, type shit. Mm-hmm. So he, he bangs his horn at me, right? And I'm like, I'm usually not like a type of person that like reacts on the road, but I was having such a good day. Like I was having a good week. I just moved to a new spot. A lot of, lot of that was probably one of the happiest times just got a new poster i was excited to put up in the apartment like i was feeling it like i was like i was like, excited as hell and so like i like he honks at me like blares his horn and shit and then i like casually throw like a throw a finger back like it's not like one of them fingers where i'm just like holding that shit like like this right here i'm just like you know fuck you and just keep moving i keep driving i see bro like start rolling down his window like he's speeding up to get beside me i'm like I'm like, oh shit, what's about to go down? And he's like, no, like, and people might think I'm like antagonizing him, which I really, I mean, he's the antagonist of the story, unfortunately, uh, for his sake. Um, Like, bro pulls up beside me and no cap, I'm like, not even, I can't make this shit up. I drive an SUV, it's got a windshield, it's got a passenger side window, obviously on the door, that got a back seat, then it's got your hatch, your hatch like area, and then it's got your back. So my bro pulls up on my passenger side and dead ass shoots at me, bro. Mm. Shoots at me. And it luckily enough, it hits my back like hatch looking window. Not the hatch itself, but the one before the hatch. And like my my glasses shatter. I gotta make a I gotta make my way home this week. And my dad was fortunate enough to find like a a mirror or a window for me. He's gonna just pop it in for me. I'm gonna go Did back home and get that. Off again? That's hell no, dude. Hell no, bro. Like I'm not. I'm like I'm not about that life, bro. Like that's not what I'm about. I was never raised like that. Listen, I don't care. And this first, is a message. Your first problem was that you were out here. You really tried a nigga. Now, had this been like, you know, your friendly Bob across the street, he might have just thrown a temper tantrum or some shit or, you know, cursed you out and you Uh, told his wife about it when he got home. But you tested a nigga. 
I don't know, because sometimes Bro, like, in this... North Carolina, I mean, you can test the friendly Bob, too, and then motherfuckers still have guns and shit, too, you know what I'm saying? So they'll be fucking yeah. shooting like motherfuckers, too. <laughs> they laid up, man, and, and it's wild, because, like, obviously I was like, a little bit shocked, and, like, I was just, like, wilding out. And I, the funny thing is, it's not even funny, but, like, the crazy thing is, like, I, when I called to, like, put up a police report for my insurance purposes and stuff like that, like... Bro, like, the dude's like, yeah, this actually happens pretty often out here. I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about, bro? Like, this shit happens often. Like, people just be shooting at, shooting at niggas on the highway. Like, what do you think this is? Fast and furious skin? Like, I'm not even like that, bro. Like, and if this per if that person ever, and then you know who you are, bro. Yeah. Um, if that person ever, ever sees this or hears this, bro, like, I ain't got no bad blow with you or nothing like that, bro. But it's like, why don't you? Bro, like, why the fuck you shoot at me, bro? Like, we killing each other. We already got a problem with black people killing other black people. Like, why the fuck would you do this shit? Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you're about that life, bro, like, do your thing. But unfortunately, you'll probably get nabbed up for some other shit that ain't even going to be something as dumb as that. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's on you. I ain't trying to root against any of my people. Like, respectfully, I want my people to better come up. But, like, I ain't going to be out here rooting for your shit either. Like, I ain't going to be like, yeah, I want that guy to be, like, next millionaire. Fuck you, bro. Like, fuck you. Like, that, nah, that shit actually. Bro, we, we ain't over here on no kudos fucking nah it's nah. no bad blood bro like it's all nah fuck that it's up for that nigga Mm -hmm. No, like it's 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 not even like that but like i'm grateful to be alive i'm grateful to be here like your hoodie with that <laughs> yeah exactly bro. Hoodie, that polaroid yeah <laughs> i'll put you up on that but i mean like look bro uh yeah crazy and then like even um i've been fortunate the past couple weeks like i said meet some people at my apartment like i met a guy um that actually uh, knows knows some mutual friends of mine. Him and I like kind of like we li we're gonna link up here this weekend. Like mm -hmm. uh, once I get back from uh, from home and like just you know chill, hang out, have some drinks. Got a housewarming gig coming up. Super pumped for that. Like that's gonna be a vibe, bro. Like and I'm I'm just like everything else is going so well. Like I mean it's just one of those things, you know. Bad things gotta happen to even out the scales in your life. Unfortunately, that's just kind of what it is. Not even be me, be, me being pessimistic. That's just what life is, bro. That's just how it is for the people out there that have ups and downs. Don't worry, the down, the lows are real low, but the highs be high as a motherfucker, bro. Mm -hmm. And that's like that's what you live for, right there. You live for those highs. So, um, other than that, like that's kind of me uh, on what's been going on, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're glad that you're. We're glad that you're, you know, able to talk to us right now and not somewhere vegetable yeah. or, you know, the worst case. Nah, fuck all that. Bucket. But mm -hmm. many men, bro, many men have mercy on me, please. <laughs> Wish death upon me. But now he's in, exactly. the big, he's in the big, the deluxe apartment in the sky. We got a bunch of stuff <laughs> to go to talk about today. So we're going to jump right into it. I'm mm. excited. This is going to be a funny pod. We got... <clears throat> You know, we're going to have to get to Monty's album that we're going to do that later. Absolutely. Pink Tape Review. We're going to score that, baby. I'm interested to see what y'all thought on that. Jonah Hill's been acting wild. You know, he's sending them texts. Wild as fuck. <laughs> see, so we got a bunch of stuff. But we're going to start off with Kiki Palmer and the Usher drama. It is. It has been up. I don't know if you have not heard about this. I have no clue what you've been doing. It has literally been the talk of the town. And we're going to break it down right here. So mm -hmm. in case you did not know, Kiki Palmer attends Usher's Vegas residency. And she was showing all kinds of ass. Like, I mean, I was not complaining, but she was showing all kinds of ass. And her baby daddy came to Twitter and was, you know, 
really had it up for was like, you know, it's the fact that she's a mom for me. And he was not fucking with the fact that she was showing ass. She was throwing ass, holding on to Usher while she had a kid. And he was sitting back here. We know he was just hurt for it. He didn't care about that outfit. He saw the outfit before she she probably FaceTimed him, saw the outfit, mm-hmm. and he he A-OK'd it. He didn't care about that at all. He cared the fact that Usher came and swooped his bitch. That's 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 literally what happens, you know. We don't we we say bitching, you know, like we say niggas, so we but, say <laughs> bitch, bro. We just say bitch. Y'all just gotta get used to that shit. Like it's gonna roll off the tongue and stuff like that. And so like you just gonna have to get used to it, bro. Like we say, so, we say everything. Bro. So the question is, is the internet overreacting? Sterling, I, I wanna I wanna hear what you got to say first. I was gonna say, I was gonna let Monty go first. Yeah, yeah, please let me go first because yeah. I wanna be able yeah, to speak. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so first of all, in terms of like Usher, I mean like that Usher's that nigga, like Nobody be serenading and shit anymore. Like, let Usher do what the fuck Usher do because, like, the only other nigga that's gonna come around and serenade the ladies on stage is gonna be me, for real, for real. Like, nobody be doing that shit. So, like, that's just, you know, me kind of throwing in my little fucking shit, you know, about me and whatnot. But, hey, shout out to Usher, for real, for serenading these girls and shout out to Usher for bringing on, like, pretty much every single celebrity. Uh, I saw he was serenading not just Kiki Palmer, but he was also up there serenading um sweetie and wasn't there some other celebrities famous celebrities it was like was what's your fa- what's her face uh the the girl that's got the skin no, he, thing yeah. he does it to yeah. everyone yeah he, yeah yeah he'll do it in the show he did it to joe Budden's girl when he was there right in front of joe we don't give a fuck either nah, bro he, he nah. really don't give a fuck and that shit's wild to me like so do you think and the even that's overreacting overreacting i mean like it really all depends on the perspective that they were reacting to like were they kind of more saying they were, they were so everyone was up in arms that her baby daddy took to twitter and was complaining about how kiki was acting and dressing and so they were all coming at they were all coming after him saying you know you ain't good for shit you know kiki's the star in the relationship you should just sit back have the dinner ready when she get home <laughs> really just like cutting his balls off basically and i'm just trying to figure out you know who we rocking with in this situation? Um, I would be on Usher's side type shit. You know, Usher King of R&B. You can't be against <laughs> Usher. It's not Usher. It's Kiki. Or, but Usher ain't got nothing to do Oh, Kiki or her boyfriend. Everyone All right. was coming after her baby daddy yeah, yeah. for, you know, making the tweet. And, and he was overreacting. Yeah, he put it out in public and, and shit they were like trying that. To, and yeah, they yeah. Were, we're trying to figure out. Who were they overreacting for coming at her baby daddy, or are you leaning with what Kiki did? I mean, there's just like everybody can understand what the baby daddy is like kind of pissed about. He's just like, bro, you was enjoying that shit a little too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was over here grinding and vibing and all that shit. In terms of what she was wearing and stuff, and we can kind of get into that with like Jonah Hill because he goes into like what his girl be wearing and shit like that too. But, like, in terms of what she was wearing, she was just pulling up to the show, honestly, in my opinion. So, like, you know, I show, I show up to concerts in my best dress and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? That being so said, <laughs> I mean, if I yeah, was a girl, I'd probably have my ass cheeks out. So, if I was trying to, you know, but I don't know. I actually, then, that being said, <laughs> like, well, first of all, pause on that shit. But, like, that being said, like, um... <laughs> 
I guess she knows, bro, like, fucking Kiki Palmer, like, she ain't in no wrong. I think the, the boyfriend is more in the wrong for, like, putting that shit out there. Like, that's public now, but it didn't have to be public. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm on the opposite side, yo. I'm going to go ahead and say this right here. Everybody is coming to Kiki's defense because she Kiki Palmer. She's, you know, she's one of the feminists of the group. She, she's been a champion for the women. But guess what, women? Y'all are wrong. <laughs> Y'all just wrong for that. They're, the only wrong thing that the baby daddy did was took to Twitter. And for he, real. That's, that's the mm -hmm. only thing that was wrong is that he put it on Twitter. But shit, we don't know. Maybe they were bitching and she won't answer in the phone. And so he had to go to Twitter just to, you know, get, get some attention. She knew. We don't even know what was mm -hmm. going on. But Kiki was yeah. out of line, my dog. We seen Sweetie. We seen uh, Kyle Kuzma's girl, uh, Zoe. Mm -hmm. The way she acted, you know, you ain't got to go over there. Kiki was the only one that held on to my bro and was <laughs> dancing on him, showing ass. She turned around and let him see the ass. I was like, yo, yo, no, 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 no. I'm not rocking with that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And everybody, I love Kiki and she's fire and whatnot. She was just going there to have a good time. And I get that. Trust me, I get that. That's that's all good. You can go with your girls. You go see Usher. I know you're going to be up in arms. It's Usher. Everybody mm -hmm. knows that he got that effect on any chick that's 25 and up. I know King Usher, of R&B. Usher's going to sweep. Usher's going to sweep that in every single time. But no, no, no. You got a baby daddy that you rocking with. You just straight up emasculated my dude in front of the whole world. And that's why he was sitting there with the Twitter fingers at home heated because i know he was heated and he probably wanted to say a whole lot more but he held back but i mean i know he was heated for sure bro i mean it, it's one of those things that like, you already know how i feel about this shit. like <laughs> where you at you already know how i feel bro i don't like i am all about like i respect women going out or dressing how they want like mm -hmm. all that and like on their own confidence type shit but there's a certain standard when you become a mother, bro. And then you got a man that's had your kids that you are somewhat in contact with regardless of your relationship with them. You could be married to them, separated. Like, that's just the baby daddy type shit. Like, dude, you are not about to, like, make a fool of me, bro. Like, if that was me, oh, I'm getting a flight out. Because I already know he got Kiki's money in the back pocket, too. Because he's going to have to have it. He's baby daddy. getting some money from him. Yeah. Like, I'm getting a flight out, and I'm pulling up to the, the to the telly, bro, to the telly, <laughs> and I'm saying I she I'm like making sure I'm I'm gonna if she ain't at the hotel when by the time I get there I'm gonna make, I'm like all right where the fuck she at I'm like turn on my find my friends because I'm gonna find that ass because you ain't about to be acting up acting up doing something stupid when you got a whole ass kid, bro. Like this is the thing. Like, look, if you're a single girl, right, mm -hmm. you ain't got no kids, like you ain't got no obligation to nobody but yourself. Show as much ass as you want to do, because at the end of the day, somebody gonna somebody gonna like it, and somebody not gonna like it, and somebody gonna think you be acting a fool, and some people gonna be like, "Oh, that that girl getting it," like, and it's gonna be girls versus guys most of the time, because like that, I'm not into that. Like, I wouldn't want a girl to be out there showing her ass all the time, regardless. That's on him to get. Like, he hit the bag with like getting a, having a baby with Kiki. Shout out him, but like, I'm also kind of against the fact that like people coming at this man on Twitter, like he had no other option, bro. He had no other option. He was literally sit at, sat at home like, oh, my God. And he probably was just like, what the fuck am I looking at right now? He pissed as hell. Like, and, and, and as a man, like, I go, 
No, Go no, ahead. Yeah, yeah. What I don't get and what baffles me is that Usher's had this residency for a hot minute. We've done seen the whole show at this point. There's been highlights of every single inch of the show. Why are there dudes who feel like, ah, oh, nah, 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 I'll send my girl to the Usher show without my girl ain't going to the Usher show without <laughs> what? I like Usher, goddammit. I want to see him perform too. I'm gonna be right there singing, There Goes My Baby. And you're gonna have to serenade us both, just like Charlemagne the God said. Like, if you bringing my girl on stage, nigga, you bringing me on stage and you holding both of our hands yeah, and you yeah. singing to both of us. Yeah, and if you ain't fucking that. with that shit, then you ain't fucking with none of us. <laughs> as soon as he says, There Goes My Baby, I'm gonna be looking, Yep, there, there goes she go. There she go. There she go. That's my baby. Yeah, that yeah. Is right there. There, there, yeah, there she go. There she go. There she go. It's hard as I mean, bro, like you can't even act like as a bro, like especially bro, you got a kid with the girl, bro. Mm -hmm. Like it ain't even like it ain't even like y'all just dating on some casual shit. Like, <laughs> bro, you got a whole ass kid. Like she is like going to what Mike said, like, dude, she is emasculated in the most indirect like it's a direct it's the most indirect, direct way possible. And like I know I know some lady is gonna hear this and be like, "Oh, he's just feeling like that's some insecurity type shit." No, it's not, bro. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. No, it's not. We, we know does, what it looks even like. We can't be insecure. Y'all be insecure all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like we all got yourself, insecurities, bro. Put yourself. We all in got his, insecurities. In his shoes, yeah. he's literally he's dating Kiki Palmer. Nobody knows who the fuck this dude is, so he probably ain't <laughs> got it like Kiki got it. He probably so he ain't are, got it. He already on like the. The pedestal, he's on the bottom tier. If there's a triple B, mm -hmm. his shit is all the way up in the air and her shit touching the goddamn ground. Yeah, and yeah. she's at he's on Twitter on the Usher concert, seeing Kiki trending on Twitter and everything, seeing all the videos, and he at home with the baby. At home with the baby. I know the baby shitting itself. <laughs> won't stop crying. All he's trying to do is watch NBA Summer League and the baby won't shut the fuck up. And then he gotta go on Twitter to see his girl dry hump and usher and usher singing there goes my baby and he's like hell no nah. you ain't better dry hump in front of me bro like that's not about to happen like you are not about to do that to me like I'm gonna have that ass when I get home when you get home like you ain't gonna it's gonna be some disrespectful ass home. shit like because think about it bro like exactly what you said Mike like think about it like Monty like mm -hmm. Monty think about this put yourself in their shoes like as a girl for the girls out there like. If your man go out for hypothetically, what's a say Ariana Grande pulls your man up on stage? What? And he, wait, what are you asking yes. me? Ariana, no, 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 Grande? listen, listen. Talking to Jim. Oh, okay. I was like, what? Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, no. Continue. Say Ariana Grande like rips you up on stage. Like you're you're a notable artist. You're notable within like you're an A list, bro. Yeah, like yeah. you're bot. You're you're B plus. You're a A list. Like one of the two. Yeah. yeah. Um. And your girl at home with the kid, like doing doing what she got to do, like make sure the kid's not fucking crying. She probably just trying to watch, you know, Real Housewives of L.A. or whatever, wherever the fuck they at now. Um, and Kardashian, and you, and she, and and then you, you as the girl see that your 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 man doing that, like bro. Are you not gonna be like, what the hell is my man doing? Like, what the hell? Like, and you already know you're gonna have his ass when he get home. You gonna make sure he know like that shit was not cool. Don't even come at my boy because I already know that shit was messy when they got home. He was probably fucking going ballistic oh, on some crazy crazy. crazy shit. And she out here making t-shirts saying she gonna do what she wanna do. That's the wild part. 
I'm like, but here's the crazy thing. So everybody that's up in arms, they're like, my man, if he got a, a, a upset or blah, 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 blah. Listen, you not, all y'all, all y'all girls out here tweeting, y'all not Kiki. You don't stand a chance with Usher. If Usher bring you and he does, there goes my baby. That's the one time you ever going to get that close, get a chance to touch Usher. This is Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer 100% got Usher's number in her phone. <laughs> More than likely. Anytime yeah. they probably hung out on their own. Yeah, I mean, show or something. it was definitely famous around the same time, yeah, too. Look, like, I mean, they know each other. Mm -hmm. they, they, they literally probably been kiki before. <laughs> kiki and, and that bitch. Yeah. how well they kiki when he had, when he, he said, there go my baby. You never leave me at home taking care of this baby. <laughs> That shit me, bro. No, no, you no, ain't. No. This is a partnership. <laughs> I throw it out the window, guy. No, no, yeah, no, nah, bro. Yeah, like Michael if Jackson starts singing, "There goes my baby." I'm like, no, no, no. I got the baby with me here. Hold this. This is the literal baby. Hell yeah! And if you try playing some bullshit, I'll be like Michael Jackson, throw that motherfucker out the balcony type shit. <laughs> Don't play with me now. You ain't better hit me with that shit. And it's and I will say, bro. Like once again, I want to make this statement for all the ladies listening in particular out here. Look, it is not insecurity. It's understanding the line, bro. There's a line that we both walk as men and women within, within or outside of relationships, just out of just a pure fact, on, based mm -hmm. on the sex that we are, the gender that we are, I should say. Um, I don't want to hear insecurity. I don't want to hear that. Nah, because at the end of the day, bro, if your girl is getting pulled up on stage or your man's getting pulled up by Ariana Grande, like you already know, you done lost. You lost. It's L. You lost. You, gotta, you done lost, bro. There's no coming back, you and you have it. to live with that. You yeah, you gotta back. hold that you L. Come back home, you can't even sleep with her because now she got herpes. Because Usher got herpes. I'm back. So it's it really that L. Like you really, that's just a lost one. You just gotta talk that one up. Is that some like, shit we know, or is that allegedly, or what? That's no, that's some that's some shit we know, bro. That's like it's been shit. a thing. Yeah, it's like it's it's like it's like Jeter's been known to have herpes. Derek Jeter, one of the most prominent baseball players that's ever played the game, he literally is known, and he would just be fucking all types of women. Like Jessica Alba, shout out you, girl, you fine as hell. But like, bro, we know you got herpes. Bro, like it's speaking of the motherfucking herp, like not to take a little sidebar, but sidebar type shit. Like speaking of the motherfucking herp, did y'all know that about like one out of five people have that shit and don't even fucking know it? Yeah, because niggas don't be getting tested. Niggas don't be getting tested. Niggas <laughs> don't be getting tested. And the doctors low-key be recommending you don't get fucking tested because of how many people have it. More than likely, you're going to fuck around and get it and shit. And they would just prefer you to not know. I'd be like, what? <laughs> what you mean? So, like, about a good percentage of this population got that bullshit? Like, what? Yeah, because I'm just nah, bringing up every well. girl saying they're doing my baby. So mm -hmm. one in five of these chicks got herpes. That's Hell yeah. Good thing bringing that up. <laughs> I, I think it's actually one in four, to be honest. But even in that same fact, let's, I want to, if we're on, on the sidebar as we roll into the next topic here in a second, like get tested for everything, not just herpes. Get tested for everything for those that are sexually active and that are, one, especially having unprotected sex uh get tested regardless if you're with or with a partner just do it it'll be the for the best for the both of y'all like that's a shout out to prevention and just spreading shit because i want to speak of the herpes thing bro you know the reason people don't give a fuck about herpes What's is up? because 
is because everybody has it and it's like bro if i don't want to have herpes like i can't have sex with some of the people i want to have sex with it's just a simple fact it's just a simple fact and i and i gotta respect the people that are like that but hey wrap it up my dudes my girls sure. make definitely sure you... wrap it up for sure like i'm more of like, like a wrap it up until you find that bitch type shit like yeah i, just I, be have, smart, I haven't bro. even done it without wrapping it up me personally Okay. Oh, I, I, oh my God, we we get that TMI in there. Good. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. We can't, I ain't even gonna like, like, look, 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 Mike. Look, <laughs> I can't. I ain't gonna get. I ain't even gonna try to like talk about that. Might give me TMI at this point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm like getting ass yet. <laughs> I ain't gonna put that my business out there. Hey, respect, respect. Hey, hey, hey I only put it out there because I'm at. proud to say I've only wrapped it up. Like I've only. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I was gonna say I was gonna give you a shout out, like for all the girls that are looking at my boy Monty. Hey, hey, if you slide in the DM, hey, just know he's safe. Slide he's safe. He's protected. <laughs> he's safe. Well, speaking of men and the drama with their women, ex women, current women, who cares what type of women? Because we all got past, we all have things that we don't we don't like within our ex partners or current partners. It's just what it is, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, my man Jonah Hill, and if y'all don't know who Jonah Hill is, just think of let's think of these few things. Um, Twenty One Jump Street. Um, was it Pineapple Express as well? Yeah. Um, Twenty Two Jump Street. Pineapple. Twenty Two Jump Street. Like all these, all these. Obviously, pretty pop off like um, America's movies. favorite fat white guy. What's that? He's one? no longer yeah. fat anymore. But no, he's slim. Shout out, shout out to that. You know, he, he probably on that Ozone. Yeah. What's that one movie <laughs> yeah. that he was in with the um with the like ID that went like mad viral? You know, it's like from Hawaii or that's some the shit. One he just, that's the one he just. Pineapple said. Express. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, that's that's super bad. Super bad. No, oh, Pineapple Express bad. is. Super bad is the OD one, and then he was also in the campaign. And if y'all haven't watched the campaign, that's one of the funniest, most fucked oh, yeah. up movies Pineapple I've Express ever watched. Seth Rogen, I think, right? Yes, it's Seth Rogen. I, I, yeah, so I might have had a misplay there. But <laughs> on that regard, that uh, my man Jonah Hill, you know, he's like America's, like you said, America's favorite ex-white guy mm-hmm. um, or ex-fat guy to the cookout for sure. No, he, he's definitely invited to the cookout. He's got that type of vibe. He can vibe with anybody, and I respect that. So my man Jonah Hill took to social media. If y'all haven't been keeping up with it, his ex, his ex-girl, was exposing him for how he's narcissistic and just all-around toxic, like, just flat out. I mean, and I ain't going to sit here and lie. Like, my man went kind of crazy. Just to give y'all some perspective, right, so a couple things he said like just to just just so she says to him this is just i'm reading this text verbatim from uh and we'll uh if you if you guys haven't seen it just look it up it's yeah, easy I to find it. um the woman his ex says that makes me feel like you're testing me to see if you should keep me around or dump me because there's something wrong with me like i'm a nerdy dorky unaware naive idiot socially i hear you and then he proceeds to say, this is a fucking savage. T- this is like, hey, if you want to be in a toxic, like, gaslighting relationship, bro, hey, he a king for this. <laughs> like, he said, those are your words, not mine. <laughs> and then proceeds to say, take some accountability and operate with respect. It's that simple because I'm tired of your attitude towards surf culture that contest, uh, that contest and the co- that contest 
and that place because I deserve respect, period. I have been more than patient, and then shit like this is still here. Fuck the contest, fuck that place, and fuck not respecting me always in every situation within surf culture, or you don't get it, and you don't get me. It's hurtful and unacceptable to me. My man said, hey, hold up, let me, let me gaslight you to making you feel bad. He said, fuck that. I don't care that I'm an asshole. He said, nah, I don't feel accepted. It's your fault. You make me feel hurt. I want to hear y'all's reaction. Now, first off, it's all spurs from the fact that his girl dresses a certain way, does certain things. Like, she has her own opinions. You know, she's just being a person type of thing. And Jonah Hill's not a fan of it. This is, you know, in his past relationship. This isn't his current girl. But these are some things he said to kind of keep her in line. Do y'all agree with kind of how he's going about it? Like, or, I mean, is he completely out of line? Like, what are your thoughts? I, I mean, I, I mean, I'll go with either one of you, Monty or Mike, like whoever wants to roll first. Yeah, so let me, let me preface what we're, what we're dealing with here. Because the only way that I am siding with Jonah on this particular topic is if this is, this is a reoccurring conversation that they've had before. Mm-hmm. right like if this is kind of like they've been dating and he just kind of dumped all this information mm-hmm. on her like mid like they've had their whole flow going on they know each other they have their whole dating routine and he just like in his mood that day and was kind of like nah because i don't really be fucking with how fucking mr six ass is over here like, <laughs> having surfing lessons with my chick and she over here gotta be surfing mm-hmm. and he just hits her up out of the blue during the middle of the surfing lessons just saying all these new rules that you gotta do, then he's kind of out of pocket. Cause like, bro, but if he, but if he had this conversation previously and it's like something that he's been trying to drill in her head and she kind of like has not been getting a hint, then I can't really get mad at bro because he's really just setting the tone of what he's looking for in a relationship. And I have no problem, like even how outlandish your rules are if you set that from the beginning that's just really you saying like are you vibing with this or not if you're not vibing with this you can get to step if you vibing with this and this is how i this is how i move in a relationship but if you just drop this mid blue this is wild bro jonah jonah hit the ozempic hard lost all that weight and now my brother said no 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 because on 23 Jump Street, I'm going to be Channing Tatum, and Channing Tatum going to be Jonah Hill because I'm the You know, so now he got, he's, he's fucking feeling himself. He's all tatted up now. He's he dressing better. And he really in his bag. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, nah, because I didn't lose all this weight for you to be over here thirsting over some more surf dudes when I got the surf yeah. body too. So my whole thing is, had he said this, beforehand then cool i'm rocking with joan it's a little outlandish i think you bugging but if that's what you want you let her know if she don't want to stay then she can get the stepping if she want to stay then you know you're going to stay in you're going to go by these rules but if you dropped it in there in the beginning hey bro hey bro that olympic powerful bro all right i got a little take on this motherfucker because it's a little bit different from michael i'm not gonna lie but um with the research that I did, Loki, I was under the impression, or I kind of found out that, like, so Jonah Hill's girlfriend is a professional surfer, and he knew this shit going into the relationship, right? So 
he knows that she's a professional surfer. She posts pictures of like her surfing and her obviously what the fuck do you wear when you're surfing and you're in water bro you're wearing a goddamn swimsuit right so like he's over here he's got he laid out his um his little um plain and simple boundaries and i'm gonna go over them real quick all right they're plain and simple and this is how it's stated if you need surfing with men boundaryless inappropriate friendships with men to model to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are unstable, who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or a coffee or something respectful. I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you a place of happiness, I support it and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for a romantic partnership. My boundaries with you based on the ways that these actions have hurt our trust. And there are definitely more text messages, but those are his boundaries and shit like that. So what I what I found out doing some research for today's podcast is that Jonah Hill had previously followed his at that time not girlfriend but now his ex-girlfriend or some shit like that he used to follow her on instagram he used to like the same fucking pictures of her in a bathing suit that he was telling her to delete once they started dating my thing is bro if you fucked with them then like what the hell is wrong with them now you know what you're signing up for you're marrying a perfect or you're dating a professional like you're dating not just a surfer not just someone who enjoys surfing so you can't really be out here like oh you can't do the shit that you need to do for your fucking job to make your money and all that shit like if you like the picture beforehand jonah then you like the picture now like you know what i'm saying you know what you're signing you up can also for. take that back to kiki palmer because like i like when her ass was out before i was dating her but now that i'm dating yeah. her i don't necessarily want her hugging up on usher because if that's the point I was going to make. And she was dancing and she was dancing with me mm-hmm. and her ass was out. Of course I like that shit. I'm single cheese single. It's... I'm trying to back. But now we together, yo, we got to move differently because I guess Yeah. I guess my yeah, perspective like... is like the controlling aspect low key. It's more so just like Bro, she can post a picture and still be in a relationship with you. She can post risque pictures, and I've seen the pictures. They're not even fucking risque. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a bathing suit. It's very normal to take a picture in a bathing suit when you're a professional surfer. You know what I mean? A yes, professional. Get, like, you make money off of that. You get, like, super horned up off, off that shit. Like, look, like, I, I see where you're coming from, Monty. I see where you're coming from, Mike. And you already know how I be standing on this shit. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I am to the point where I'm like leaning on both sides because yeah, you're right. Like before they start dating, like you already knew what you were getting into. This is what she does for work. Like she has no really control on her. What do you want her to do? Go out there in a fucking robe and surf? Like we can't, we can't be doing that. But I, but I will say some of the boundaries that he did set. like I said, like Mike said, if this is some shit, he just popped out out of nowhere, bro. Like he's like, yeah, these are the boundaries I'm setting. Like just (laughs) randomly. That's wild. Cause you can't, you can't just like be changing somebody's pace. Mm -hmm. But like when he says specifically, like, and this and look for the ladies out there. This is, which one? Yeah, look. If for the ladies out there, I'm gonna be a hundred thousand percent with you, bro. I'm gonna be a hundred with you. 
Like, no man, no man, if he really wants to be with you, he really wants to see a future with you respectfully. No man, nobody, not no man, no person wants to get cheated on or feel uh, demeaned, point blank, period. That's just what it is. We're humans, we already are naturally insecure. Like, that's the last thing you need. When he says, friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or a coffee or something respectful. See, he could have left something respectful out, but look, I'm be 100% honest with you, bro. I'm be 100%. Like, if I'm in with a girl, like, say I'm dating a girl for what? Say I just started dating a girl, like, month two in. Like, we're still filling each other out. We were probably talking beforehand, so I kind of know how she's set up. I know some of the people she hangs around, like, that type of stuff. Some people strictly base their relationships off of who people hang out with, like, off the rip. They won't even, like, it is important, right? You surround your people. You're, you're, what is it? Like, you end up becoming, yeah. They're an extension of you, right? Like I hang out with people, the people I hang out with because I believe they're good for me and it's gonna help me in the in the future as well as I enjoy being around them. But like with the friendship with women that are unstable in unstable uh, situations, like I'm with them, bro. I'm be a hundred percent. Like I don't want my girl hanging around somebody that's like fucked up, got all types of issues, and I've and I've seen this shit firsthand, bro. First fucking hand. I know how it is. I know, I know how women work, not how they work, but I see how women influence one another easily than men influence other men, right? Like a, a bro, a bro could have a bro that's going through a tough time and he's kind of a little bit unstable. He's doing some shit that he wouldn't normally do. And like his bro will be like there to support him, but he ain't going to try to entertain no dumb shit, right? Mm -hmm. But I've seen like girls that, are that, that be there, but like, oh, that's my girl. And you'd be sitting there trying to tell him like, yo, like, this is not the right time to be trying to intervene with this person, be around them, this type of shit. And they're like, no, 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 no. They would never, like, let me. No. Yes, they will. Yes, they will, bro. They will, they will bring you down with them because they don't care. Because naturally, as human beings, we are selfish. And unfortunately, and with with the female gender or with the, uh, with the uh, woman, the, he, the she, her gender, they tend to bring their problems with their friends and their friends take it on it takes a toll on them and then they feel like they have to become a part of it too to almost like empathize with them they'll that is the not how too. they'll be the ones that as soon as the guy makes one simple mistake nah we, you too good for him they got an abundance too. of options anyways but I also, yeah. also exactly bro so that's just crazy man I also want to preface where I stand on this because I don't want because it sounds like you thought that I was agreeing with Jonah Hill. My point was no, I'm not necessarily agreeing with. No, you. no, I was I was referring to what Monty was saying. My point was that had Jonah Hill came to her, if this was something that he came to her about mm -hmm. at the very beginning of the relationship, and it was a recurrent conversation, then I cannot get mad at. Him. Yet yeah, he yeah. knew mm -hmm. that she was a surfer. But if they started dating and he was like, I don't really like that and I don't really like the baby pictures and she chose to stay with him, then you kind of like, that's an unspoken agreement. You signed it on the dotted line at the at the um, the boundaries that he set. But if he just came in mid-relationship and just all of a sudden had a change of heart at the way she was moving, mm -hmm. that's out of pocket. That yeah, is completely yeah. out of pocket. And that doesn't change the fact that even if he said it at the beginning, that it's a lot. It's a lot of it's a load of horse crap. It's yeah, bullshit. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it's kind of out of pocket, but like 
I can't be mad at someone who knows exactly what he's looking for from the beginning and lays it out. Like, honestly, more relationships would probably end quicker or end quicker like they should or last longer if everybody just kind of first date laid out, hey, you know, if you're about to be doing this, this, and this, we can go ahead, take a check. You know, we got a few drinks. We only have mm -hmm. to order food. We can move on. But if, you know, if you if you kind of rocking with how I'm thinking right now, kind of like, kind of like a, a love is blind situation, really type, mm -hmm. type thing where you just kind of lay out what you're looking for and you just kind of match up that way. Then, I mean, I feel like it could work out. Man. Yeah. All I'm saying is. That's the way it should be, bro. That's say, the way it should be. I would just say he's probably definitely giving like small dick energy, like little nigga energy, little now <laughs> energy know, type shit. Sure. He's, he's mad insecure. Yeah, insecure ass shit. Like he's definitely. Well, he was a fat guy at one point. No offense to fat people. Yeah, That's like, what it is. like. But fat niggas stay fat niggas even when they lose the weight. Exactly. Like, I heard a bunch of exactly. Them like, That's what I was no just saying. No matter how say. much weight you lose, you always hold, I'm a fat nigga at heart. Like, and they always move that. They, like they can be the most ripped guy ever and that's and all he's feel like that. that's all he's been for majority of his life that's also all he's been typecasted for all of his life because we can't forget that jonah hill started as a child actor as well so like it, you can imagine how fuck for your um uh, i guess personality self-esteem all this this and that like it would be for you to be typecasted every single role every single movie as the nerd think about 21 jump street 22 jump street that other fucking movie that we were just talking about <laughs> sup boys or something like that um yeah all those oh, boys what is what's it called <laughs> super bad oh super, super bad, bad. <laughs> yeah think about all those movies he's typecasted as the exact same role that's got to do something to your self-esteem over the course of your life that's probably why he lost a lot of weight and stuff like that. Now that he's Jonah Hill, feels like he's got a little bit of shit behind his back that he can be like, uh-uh, these are my rules and regulations and this and that. And so all this stuff combined, it's just giving small dick energy, if I'm being real. <clears throat> it's giving controlling, but I would also say it would be a mistake to kind of refer to this as like emotional abuse or anything of that nature because I've seen and heard of emotional abuse this shit ain't it this is just controlling and small dick energy controlling low-key like this ain't emotional abuse he's not abusing anybody so with all that thrown around in the internet that definitely needs to stop because there are definitely real people out here who go through emotional abuse and shit like that and that ain't that's it not, like that's not it like that's nah, just a don't yeah don't label my nigga like that don't label my nigga like that because you start throwing that shit around like I mean, I'm not saying he my nigga either. I'm just saying that in terms of... Boy, <laughs> hey, he invited the, to the, the cookout. He definitely a neon for sure. He is invited. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely, he definitely can hang with the with the fam. Like, that. he he could vibe. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even worry about him. But, like, the thing is, bro, like, it goes to back to the Kiki point. It just it is what it is. And I agree with you, Mike. I had this conversation with one of my coworkers today. I had to go out, uh, travel about an hour, hour and a half out to a, a territory I'm covering now. And, and she went out there with me. And we're talking like the modern dating age, you know, what it is, all that jazz, like that type of thing. And like, we basically kind of said what you said, Mike, is like, bro, if people just came up like, and were like, we're too old at this point, or me, I'm personally too old. I'm about to be 26 years old. Mike is 26. Like, Monty, you're you're getting up there. Well, you're going to be 24 in, in, in next year, right? Bro, Something nah, like that. I'm about to like, be 23. Don't play me year. like 23. that. Huh? Right. So I forgot he abated. 
What? Yeah, you'll be 24 next year. Like, yeah, it'll be 24 next year. So you're gonna be 24 next year. Old as fuck. Nah, nigga, I'm about to be 23. I'm 22 right now. It's this year. You're gonna be 23 this year. Next year, you'll be 24. Next year, I will be rolling in to my 23rd year on that year. And Are then you, I'll okay. turn 24 way, at the end of the year. Either way. I'll turn 24 way, in October, bro, like, which is ain't next nothing year. Wrong. <laughs> ain't nah, nothing I'm wrong. I'm 22. Yeah, and you'll be 23 in October. October is yes. this year. And then you'll be 24 next year. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 don't play don't. me like that, nigga. I ain't that old. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just relating you to like, my sister's age. I know you're on the same age and shit. But either way. Either way, bro, like, you think about it, bro. I'm too old. I know Mike's too old. Like, Monty, you're going to get up there quicker than you realize. I'll be honest with you. Like, it's crazy. It's wild. But we talk. We can talk all you know, off-cam about, about that shit. But, like, the thing is, bro, like, if you come into a relationship or you go into the dating world now, and if you ain't trying to just fuck off rip or, like, play some games and, like, do this, that, and the other, bro, like, you ain't about it. Like, you, it's a rare commodity to find someone that actually knows what the fuck they want. It's like, oh, like, shit, like, I might want to pursue something. I'm not, ain't nothing wrong with being playful and casually date until you find something, you know? Like, like, and have, like, set, like, legitimate boundaries for yourself and with the person. But like you said, there will be a lot of relationships out there that last longer and a lot of relationships that will end sooner for the better on both behalves, longer and shorter for the people within it. If they just flat out be like, this is what I do like, this is some things I accept, these are things I don't accept, and that's it. Like, don't start warping it around just because you get a little upset here and there because she do this or he do that. Like, mm -hmm. don't be all bit, don't, and I agree with you, Monty. It is a little bit of small dick energy. I'm not a fan of that, like, saying necessarily because it's what a lot of women use when they just don't get what they want. Unfortunately, that's what it is. Yeah, but in true. this situation, in this situation, it definitely is because he understands, like, this is what she does for a living. Mm -hmm. There is nothing she can do about it, bro. Like, unless you're going to basically pay for her life and everything she wants to do, then fuck off. You know, like, I'm not I'm not going to control you if you like, oh, if if you start, it's like, for example, if you started dating the OnlyFans model, right? Like, if you started dating the OnlyFans model and you get mad because she fucking other dudes, bro. Like, how can like you already knew this shit was happening? You cannot be upset unless like, you add oh, like, twenty two and then just a okay. Oh, no. Okay. No, no, no. But that's a that's a can of worms. That's a whole. A that's a, worms, I, right I, there. I could talk. I could talk hours about that shit. That's wild. Linda the plug. Uh, Adam twenty two. Y'all got a special type of relationship because look. <laughs> It ain't for me. And but at the end of the day, you already knew your girl a freak and she do that type of shit and she want that type of shit. Just don't be sitting in the corner, you know, vibing out just like, yeah, I like that shit. Um, that ain't me either. <laughs> so to the point, and I appreciate like y'all's input on this because it's one of those things where it's a tricky subject. Mm -hmm. It's a really slippery slope because there's a lot of shit that can be like uh it, 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 what's the word I'm ex extracted or uh extrapolated from what we said and be clipped and you know whatever i hope you do clip it that'll make that'd be good for us um but into that like i know that for me as a guy as a straight man like there's not a lot of things that like piss me off more than people that don't have boundaries or women that don't have boundaries and men that don't can't set proper boundaries like just do it off rip for the people out there in that in that talking phase when y'all get to ripping it and y'all start starting it shit go ahead and do it it's gonna it's gonna make your life ten times easier, my boy. I'm a I'm a promise you. I'm a promise you. You're gonna know if you're with the girl you want to be with for the rest of your life, type shit. 
But on that regard, I love that topic. And it's, it's, I love how those topics kind of mended to each other, like kind of melted into one. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I, I want to roll into, because we're going to talk about the music on the second half of the show. Oh, yeah. Because um, we love music. This is what it is. Um, if y'all hadn't seen in the past, what, week uh, or so, the new, basically Twitter-esque Instagram platform threads came out. Um, and for those that don't have it, get on the shit because it's going to be popping here soon. I guarantee it. And we were talking we were talking about this a few weeks ago, Mike. We were literally yeah. talking about, like, oh, they're dropping this shit. We were talking about this, this shit might be crazy. It might go up. I can't even remember my exact thoughts on it. I, I might have to watch it back again or listen back to it and figure out what the hell I was saying then. But I fucked with it. I haven't posted nothing yet, but we'll start being a little bit more active, especially on the pod side of things. Um, but so, like, the threads versus Twitter. once again if you haven't been on threads and haven't experienced it go ahead and get on it it's easy it's easy to connect straight to your instagram which i loved so elon musk dude (laughs) he is actually on a he's on a fucking he's rampage he goes on these little rampages um first the first thing is first mark zuckerberg and elon musk are also up there's some something floating around about a boxing match maybe too and this man's training with israel adesanya that boy mark zuckerberg he looking right elon you ain't ready for that shit i'm sorry bro uh secondly elon rolled out a tweet rate limit a tweet rate limit mm. so i i i'm no, not like a hundred ever ever seen that shit's a lot yeah <laughs> I want to see kind of what you guys' initial thoughts are on that. Just kind of basis, because I'm not a huge Twitter user, but I'm definitely going to use threads because I love Instagram and it's going to roll with like that real easy. But I want to see what y'all's initial thoughts are on that. It's just off the rip. And like, how do you like see yourself utilizing Twitter from this point going forward because of it? You want to tackle it first? Um, You can get it first and then I'll go off of uh, what you got to say. Word. Perfect. So this was a really interesting thing. And I think that, you know, what we're witnessing is potentially like Elon going from, oh, this guy cannot miss to just a complete epic, you know, downfall of public perception. Like, I I don't think I think the public perception of Elon couldn't be any lower than it is currently right now, which is really crazy because he was riding on such a high especially during the pandemic he had Mm -hmm. tesla he had spacex and when he initially bought twitter you know all the initial things he were doing we were people were like oh let's go finally uh we can freedom of speech you know we don't have people watching us and cutting off what we're saying and on the opposite side mark zuckerberg had like the worst public perception of any billionaire besides bill gates probably His public perception was awful. They're taking all of our data. Facebook sucks. All he does is copy and paste all the other social media apps or he purchases purchases them. And then he claims them as his own and his own innovation. And, you know, he tried to roll out Meta. Meta was a fail. It was the stock plunge. He tried to roll out his own currency, Libra coin. And that was, he had to end up cutting that. He was just epic failure. And, now we're kind of seeing his public perception rise back. But my initial thoughts was is that, damn, I feel like, I feel like Twitter, I feel like Twitter is going to die out. 
Like, I really feel like... That's facts. Yeah, I feel... I really feel like Threads has the upper hand and they have all the opportunity in the world to destroy Twitter in and out because... Whenever you're done. When In and out because when Twitter comes about and how Twitter's working is they got to completely reshape their business model. From a business perspective, the reason why Elon's got to make all these decisions because they're not bringing in any money. They're not bringing in any revenue. And so he's got to make these tough outlandish decisions that can only be made when you're the only standalone, uh, you know, thread type or you are typing your thoughts onto a page type social media mm-hmm. with real user base. Then you can kind of like big dick the whole world and be like, hey, this is what we're doing now. And everyone's just kind of have to ride with it. And I don't think that Threads is the final product. I really think that, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, as soon as a tweet rate limit went out, saw an opportunity to gather everyone who was just finally fed up mm-hmm. with Elon Musk and was yeah, like, yeah. we're going to roll out the beta product because clearly there's there's not really much to it. There's no trending page. No. You can't do polls or anything like that. There's There's a lot that you can't do to it. But I think Mark Zuckerberg was like, if we roll this out now, we can kind of just completely cut Elon off from what he's trying to do. And now Elon's going to have to kind of make a lot of tough decisions. He might have to walk back a lot of the decisions he's made because Mark's kind of forcing his hand. Mark doesn't, Mark has the revenue. He doesn't need to move in the way that Twitter does because Instagram, WhatsApp, Facebook is bringing in revenue that he doesn't need threads to do. And threads is eventually going to become an extension of Instagram. I believe. And then I think Instagram is just going to be the app again. It's always been my favorite app, but you know, um, I'll let, I'll let you kind of speak on it and we'll just kind of, just kind of roll off from me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so kind of going off of what you said, like with, uh, Facebook meta, uh, kind of owning like WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook, fucking, uh, pretty much everything. They even tried to own Snapchat at one point in time. So like, at some point, there has to be something to be said about, like, Meta owning everything that's kind of popping off in terms of social media and having, like, a social media monopoly. I don't know, like, how that's going to kind of fly with everybody once they kind of start realizing, oh, they do own the biggest messaging app in the world. They do own the biggest um social media app being Facebook right now, and then they do own the most hype social media app being Instagram and shit like that. I'm pretty sure there are more. People are making livings off of Instagram, bro. People are literally making a living. The most hype social media app is definitely TikTok. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean like, so I don't know. Are there more? All I know is there's, when I was doing some research for this podcast, in terms of like all the Twitter um, competitions, you got things like Truth Social and all these other styles of, uh... uh was it Spills, the spill, black one? Mm-hmm. And all of those kind of equate to less than a million active users. <clears throat> but whereas Twitter kind of has about 350 million active users every single month, but Instagram holds... 2 billion monthly users every month. And just in a quarter... Crazy. Exactly. They have 2 billion monthly users. So that's just a quarter larger than Twitter. Or just a quarter is larger than Twitter. If they just were to get a quarter of that 2 billion, that's already going to succeed. Twitter is 
350 million um, active users and stuff like that. So those were the only things that I kind of had to bring up in terms of threads. But also another thing, I know that Mark Zuckerberg has uh, plans on threads not really becoming Twitter either. Like the way how Twitter is very explicit in nature with its fucking porn. All you can do is like swipe up and then you see porn. All you do is swipe up and you're seeing all this uh, like... Don't even get me started on the verifieds and shit like that. Like, there's literally an Elon Musk parody account that's verified. But Elon Musk is obviously on Twitter verified as the real Elon Musk. So what's up with this one? Like, that's kind of the questions I had. But in terms of uh, threads, they're not even going to be doing politics or they're definitely not going to be hitting porn and shit like that. So it's more so they kind of want a cleaner image at... I guess the only question I have is how long is it going to take for Mark Zuckerberg's billionaire head to kind of start wanting to make money out of this and no longer treating it like the brand new social media app that it is, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, he, he treats, he and, and it goes to the point, like, uh, what I believe Mike was saying earlier, it's like, dude, like, he doesn't even need this to create revenue. Like, I think, I think, I can't remember what, I saw the statistic, it was like 24 hours, they had like a billion, it was some crazy on threads within like and it's so, been it was uh, the fast- fastest to 100 million mm-hmm. users yes easily like it was within literally six hours or something it was something stupid like i remember i got a text from a, or a message on instagram from a friend that was like hey like you should use it for your podcast it'd be really nice to do this this and this like i was like oh cool like i look into it and i was just confused on what it was and i'm like oh shit this is what they've been talking about for the past few months uh, like a Twitter somewhat lookalike. And to Monty's point, like the idea that it's a cleaner Twitter, because Twitter is obscure now, bro. Like, like you said, you pull up on Twitter, bro, you see ass, you see people dead. It's like Reddit on crack, yeah. bro. But it's like all types. I kind of like No, that. Twitter has that. Yeah, I do like that. But also, like, a mat, like, for the, those of people that don't got no damn privacy screens, like, you pull up out in public, you on Twitter for a second, like, bro, they're like, what the fuck is my boy on? Like, <laughs> is he just on, like, a on a Reddit read and he's just going crazy? But on the same, on the original topic of the Twitter, of the tweet rate limit, it is, like you guys, like, literally said in the background as I was saying it, it's one of the, the dumbest decisions you could hands down possibly do to an app that is built on continuous swiping, mm. just like TikTok is. Imagine if TikTok said, nah, fuck it, bro. We're gonna be we're gonna put a TikTok rate limit on people, bro. Nah, there'd be some little kids crying. Crying, bro. Because mm-hmm. think about your friend, the people that are out here on TikTok for two, three, four hours. Like they get off of work. Like, no, it ain't nothing against my roommate. Like, I love my roommate. Shout out you, Jacob. <laughs> but like my boy unwinds on TikTok for like an hour after work. Like, that's what he does. Like, that's how he lets his mind decompress and go numb. Like, other people might just hit a workout immediately after. Not to say he don't work out either. Like, he does what he got to do. But like... No, no, no. It's all love. It's all love. But like, it's one of those things. Like, if they did that, bro, that app would start to slowly die. It wouldn't die because it is the most, hands down, the most addicting app we've probably ever seen um at this point and with the way that technology is but to put a cap on what people can see on a daily basis is absolutely absurd imagine somebody told you 
in your real life, you can only see, you can only travel a hundred miles a day. Like you gotta have a hundred miles and that's it. Like, bro. It's stupid. And think about what, it from a business perspective. His whole thing was Twitter was failing because they weren't bringing in revenue. How do these social media apps operate off of revenue? Listen, people aren't gonna buy the $8 a Normal people aren't gonna buy the $8 a month to be verified. It's just not gonna no. happen. You're not gonna get your average Joe to do that. No. All the money's coming from advertising. If you have a tweet rate limit, then you can only see but so many ads within mm -hmm. a day. So now you're just kind of cutting off the whole advertisement business. All the advertising will be like, why would I pay money to advertise on your platform if people can only see your platform? Literally, when when it happened initially, and I check Twitter because I get all my news from Twitter. And I like to see what's trending. I'm in the podcast business. This is how I get topics, right? So I, I'm always, I'm on Twitter and I'm looking. When it first hit, an hour to two hours, like like literally, I think it was less than an hour. I would, because like, it, there's no real way to determine how many tweets you read. It's basically just what you've scrolled past. It's not like a, I sit down, I clicked on this tweet, and that's one tweet, and you get 600 of those where you can click on. And if I click on a tweet and look at it, there's a whole shit ton of replies. Mm -hmm. And I think it just counts all the numbers of those replies. So you'd be, you'd be really surprised at how fast you can get to that 600. And I was like, bro, I can't even like use Twitter. Like if mm -hmm. I click on it and I refresh it once, I'm already at my rate limit. I don't even know what's happening. I can't even check trending. It says I'm at rate limit. I don't even know what news is going on. But to <laughs> bring it back to threads and Twitter as a mm. whole and kind of a comparison, like what you said, yeah. that uh, Mark Zuckerberg is not looking to create another Twitter. Like, I think that I think that the consumers are only the, the beneficiaries in these situations. Mm -hmm. Competition is gold when it comes to social media. And it's what we lack because of Mark Zuckerberg's uh, business etiquette. And he's buying everything up. But once we get competition, then it forces the, uh, the businesses and the social media apps to do what we want as consumers yeah. to buy our attention. So now Twitter and uh, Facebook or Meta, they're going to have to sit down and they're going to have to figure out what do we want as consumers? How can we get them on our platform? And we're only going to benefit from those situations. But if Thread is trying to do something different, I'm really curious to see, you know, uh, apparently there's allegedly there's only 20 people working on this app that created it. I'm interested to see what new kind of tools they give us, like what what kind of alternative uh, activities they'll allow us to do on Threads that's different than Twitter. And I kind of hope that it is a little different than Twitter, because I think that Twitter still has a space because Twitter is more. Like I always say, it's not social media. <laughs> Twitter has really transitioned to news. To news, yeah. I, people go on Twitter to, you know, get the latest updates on things. You can get the latest updates on, you know, any sports topics, any business topics, mm -hmm. anything that's trending in pop news. And Even I don't politics, see yeah. in politics, yeah. But that's the difference between threads. As of right now, at least I know that they're not planning on, like, diving into politics. They don't want, like, that... Uh, that mix up with uh you know advertisement and stuff like that it's that's just true. like that branding and stuff that's true and in what one thing that happens with social media apps too is that you know the and kind of i was listening to a podcast with jack dorsey and he was talking about twitter and how it came about when he was running twitter 
And the one thing about social media apps that uh, is kind of unique about it is that it's not really what the business or what the company decides to set as the precedent of what this app does, but more so the creators. Mm. So we as creators, based off the tools that Threads will give us to allow us to create and, you know, give our thoughts and kind of, you know, entertain each other as a global on a global scale, we'll kind of decide what the norms of threads are as we get into mm. it. Right now it's kind of playful. Everyone, it kind of reminds me of the early days of Twitter, uh, when everyone was just kind of speaking their thoughts loosely. Um, and you know, a lot of people are going to regret that because it's going <laughs> people at one point, people were very, uh, because we got to a point on Twitter where people were not just speaking their thoughts anymore because it was been used against them oh, yeah. from the past. Oh, and now yeah. they're on threads like, oh, it's a new app. We can be stupid again and say stupid shit. Like, okay, 10 <laughs> years from now, <laughs> your threads post is going to be put back up and you're still going to be canceled. So you can't be out here at the wild and acting like threads going to be yep. different than Twitter. Uh, yeah, I'm good with us uh, getting rid of fucking Twitter, though. Like, honestly, I'm tired of people bringing up, like, tweets from fucking... Uh, who knows, like, Kevin Hart from 2010, you know, like, it's some bullshit, like, the fuck are you doing scrolling all the way down to 2010 to find some bullshit? <laughs> Ain't got shit to do. Yeah. Ain't got nothing to do. But like, that's damn. more cancel culture than Twitter in, in general. And then would you say yeah. that cancel culture is, uh, like, kind of stems from Twitter, or would you say it's it just stems easier, from this it, it definitely does. It's easier to cancel. It's, yeah, it's easier because it's thoughts, and it's, you know, it's it's sentences and it's words, and you can you can derive words. It's so much harder to be canceled off of pictures. Or videos, but, yeah. Yeah, and like, mm -hmm. and especially the way that Instagram is kind of um, developed, Instagram is more so everyone shows their best side of themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, it's, very, it's, a, it's a highlight reel, bro. It's, yeah, I was it's, having it's, this conversation. It's a fucking highlight, highlight reel. I, I love that. Comparison. Yeah, it's a highlight reel. And it's really hard to cancel somebody off of like, you know what, unless they got some crazy shit on their picture, mm -hmm. it's hard to cancel them. But when mm -hmm. you go back and you decipher thoughts, especially because as a society, we develop new ways of thinking over time. So when one thing was okay, as time changes and we decide, hey, that's not okay anymore. Mm -hmm. We also decide that before you knew that it was not okay, it was still not okay, and that's where cancel culture stems from. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's where I'm kind of at with it. It's more like, bro, who the fuck are you to kind of sit here and <laughs> assume that I didn't even fucking learn over that course of the time? You know, like you're digging through goddamn 2010 tweets. Like, who are you to assume over the course of 10 years that? whatever is going on in that tweet hasn't changed. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And, but uh, I think a lot of people are kind of looking at threads too and thinking that, you know, the culture is different and it's, it's just a start. If you don't think that threads is going to get ratchet real quick, real soon, they don't <laughs> have enough people up there right now for it to be ratchet. And the people that well, and think up, about it, bro. No, I was going to say, think about it. Think about Twitter now. Like, I could literally look at, like, old people. Like, not old people. I could literally look at a couple people in particular. Um, that if I went and looked at their Twitter profile, it's literally just retweets at this point. Mm -hmm. There's no, like, I'm posting my thoughts up here. Because it's also the ide ideology. Not necessarily that people are scared to be canceled or anything like that. Um, I don't think that's what it is. It's just the fact that, like you said, like, people treat like a news app. It's like, I'm going to retweet what I like. I'm going to do this, this, and this. Oh, like so i don't even 
dude, I don't use Twitter, bro. Like, I get most of my news. I follow enough stuff on Instagram that I can get a majority of my news from Instagram. And now that Threads is there, where it's a mini Twitter, a little bit more regulated Twitter, where it's not like I'm, I'm going to swipe up, like you said, Monty, and like see porn or anything like that. Yeah. Like, I can like go up there and feel like not necessarily like a safe place. I don't care about being safe. Like, I'm not a fucking child. Yeah. But like, <laughs> it's like I understand that like I can get exactly what I get from Instagram, but I don't have to see every girl's bikini pics at the same time. Like, or every guy's like, I'm doing this, that, and the other. Like, or every fucking scam known to man up on there. So in that same vein, we spoke about this before, and we kind of said that, um, I believe, I want to say that we did say that those Instagram spinoff would probably, like, be better than Twitter because of the current um, meta, not no play on words of um, Twitter at the moment with the Elon Musk, you know, ownership. Um, and it's it's kind of coming true at the moment, you know, mm-hmm. um, to to a degree. And it's a slow churn. Like, it's just exactly I was having this come. This this was like I said, it was an hour and a half drive. So I was talking with my coworker like back and forth to where we were going. Like. I was genuinely like having this conversation and we were talking about how like my first picture on instagram was literally of applesauce of applesauce it was not like a picture it was just like cool i think i put like a catch like cool that's literally what my post was now bro if you're posting a picture on instagram like you probably seen girls like be like send me that picture and it's like let's go edit central let's go crazy let's make the, let's make this shit go crazy even for me like i'm like oh let me like crop this up like do whatever like i'm a i'm a victim to it as well or not a victim but a, a culprit of it as well um so it's gonna go from that casual way the way it is now and like you said mike to Hey, we're making this a highlight reel just like Instagram is flat out. And yeah. people love Instagram. I love Instagram. I have nothing wrong with Instagram. And if that's what it's going to be, that's great. It's regulated Twitter. That's great. I don't even get on Twitter really that much. So great. And Elon will see the remnants of a one of the worst investments he's probably ever going to make and continuously making wrong decisions where it's going to be at the detriment of his employees, which he obviously doesn't give a fuck about. Um, and of once again, an investment that he put a large sum of money in. And if you're just a fan of losing money, then do what Elon Musk does with this type of shit. But if you're not, you probably want to just hop on it. If, if there's a way to become a shareholder on the threads, Instagram, meta side, whatever it needs to be done, you need to go ahead, hop on the shit because you're going to make some bread. Um, so, And I do want to, before we move on, I do want to add one thing because I want um, kind of where I can see this going is I can see threads becoming what the original idea of Twitter was and is and taking that over per se. But I don't think that that is necessarily the end of Twitter. I do think there's an opportunity for Twitter to survive because Twitter can kind of revamp and uh, kind of remarket themselves as news and media and one thing that Elon's doing that I do think will be beneficial for Twitter is allowing more long form content. And he's trying to push for content creators, YouTubers to post their YouTube videos on Twitter and get paid for revenue of views like YouTube does mm-hmm. at the same rate. And I think that can help. And I think if they kind of change, because Twitter is really clunky 
and Threads is clean, and that's what I like about Threads visually. It's clean as a it's motherfucker, so bro. And it's because it's Instagram. It's, it's Instagram is a goaded app. I don't care what anyone says. It's better than TikTok. It is the goaded app. But it is better than TikTok for sure. But what will um what Twitter has the opportunity to do is to kind of revamp and just really go all in on news and you know first reaction to news because I really don't see Instagram doing that. And I don't necessarily know if they want to do that because they're trying to steer away from a lot of the negative stuff. So I don't know if they're going to want to advertise that. But Twitter can just kind of the way Twitter's news is set up is that you can not only figure out, you know, exactly where to go to find stuff. It's laid out for you on on Instagram or on threads. You have to scroll and you might come across news on Twitter. There's a platform you go on trending. And there's all laid out for you. Here's what's happening right now. Here's what people are talking about. And if they had like videos showing to you exactly what's going on if Kiki Palmer and they had videos of people reacting to it. So let's say the Kiki Palmer situation was trending. Mm-hmm. You click on it. Not only do you see people's thoughts, but you see uh, video content creators, videos, long form content on the re- initial reaction as well. Live streams of that Twitter spaces. I don't necessarily use it, but I do know that a lot of people get a lot of benefit from Twitter spaces where as soon as some news happen, you can join a space and hear people talking about it, kind of like Clubhouse, but, you know, Clubhouse is dead and gone. Mm. So Twitter snaps. That shit died quick as a motherfucker. Um, yeah, man, it's it's a wild instance, and we're in a really cool uh, space right now with tech and apps and, uh, you know, the way that the world's just changing in terms of the way that we connect. Um, cause, and I, and I'm, I'm mentioning this, I'm glad that I had this conversation with my coworker today. Cause it's just so relevant to, um, what we're talking about today. Um, like we were talking about, like, I can't, I'm we this generation can't imagine not being able to connect with people seamlessly, like, and being able to be like, Oh, I can connect with any one of my family members on Facebook with ease, without even like having to try um compared to like back in the day bro like i had to rip like you had to rip a phone call rip through a rolodex like to even get someone on the phone they weren't even the text messages at that point so i mean it's a cool space right now it's going in the right direction i hope it doesn't once again like get bogged down to the point where it's just like dude like we're numb as a motherfucker like our kids are gonna be damn like basically vegetables just attached to a phone uh which i hope that's not the case but it's just kind of what it is on that regard but um yeah, man. I mean, obviously, you know, we've got to get down to the music side of things because, you know, we love some motherfucking music. We love some motherfucking music. Music. Uh, music. Yeah. I mean, and first things first on the docket when it comes to music. Um, is the long awaited. Highly touted, highly touted by anybody that's got a brain cell that's in pop culture. Um, pink tape um and if y'all don't know what pink tape is you need to get out your fucking phone um it's the newest album by Lil Uzi Vert um I believe the I don't double check the length of the album real quick for y'all so I don't tell you anything incorrect um as my phone moves in absolute slow-mo um it is a how long is this project it is 26 songs 26 songs 
26 songs, three three bonus tracks. So 23 OG songs and then three bonus tracks. One of the tracks being in there, I just want to or just want to rock. So we know that song, and there's definitely a lot of stuff that we have from snippets and whatnot. But <laughs> dude, I, 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 you know, I we're gonna we're gonna score it. You know, we're gonna score it. I want to get you guys' thoughts, structure, storytelling, anything that stood out to you guys, and then get give your scores if you feel as need be or we can give our scores at the very end of us kind of like talking about it yeah um you got it mike i'll go ahead and go on this so pink tape you know everybody was waiting on it it's a completely different sound it's you know it's kind of playing off of um playboy cardi's whole lot of red and it's it's kind of the new vibe i guess now it's a new genre they're kind of creating where it's like a punk rap type genre where they take a lot of inspiration from punk rock and they incorporate it into rap beats. It's not necessarily <laughs> my go-to sound to per yeah, se, yeah. and I'm not on that type of, you know, God type of rah, type of <laughs> sound. Like that is not my that's not my type of shit. But from a pure first time listen, I will say that it was a very unique first time listening experience. And I don't say that in a negative way either, because I do think that it is really cool when an artist goes left field and does something that you're not really expecting. They're creating a new sound. Mm -hmm. This is when they really tap into artistry at its purest form is when they're really trying to create something and, you know, start a new lane. Like they're really starting a new lane and a new path. You could hear it in every sound. And it was kind of like, each song that went by was like, oh, well, let me see, like, what is he doing there? Mm -hmm. And even though it wasn't made for me, I know that there's a group of people out there that are like, they like it. The kids, are, no, 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 no. Before you roll, before you roll into it, it's remember that fucking video, of the kids sitting under the bridge, fucking doing the. That's them motherfuckers right there. They vibing. <laughs> they vibing crazy to that shit. They're like, yeah, I'm bang that new Uzi shit, boy. Hit a yeah. <laughs> Like bro, but I'm I will sorry. say I had... Suicide Doors. I I fuck with that song. I can see I can see that in the. Oh yeah, tell us your favorite song or your least favorite song of the album too, if you can recall. Uh, I think least I know your least favorite. I know my I know my favorite. Uh, my favorite song is Suicide Doors, and kind of it's between Suicide okay. Doors or Spin Again. I, I really fuck with Spin Again. Mm -hmm. Um, my yeah, least yeah. favorite song is the end. Uh, featuring baby metal, that shit like that shit about made me have a heart attack when I listened to that. <laughs> and I didn't even like make it that far all the way down to the album, like listening to all those songs. If I'm being totally 100, but I just was like, I saw featuring baby metal, and I was like, okay, I know he's about to do some wild ass shit. And now get this, I was it was first thing in the morning, so I was driving. I wake up about six o'clock in the morning, so it's still kind of dark. And I'm kind of, <laughs> kind of dark. I'm droggy. I go in the bathroom. First thing I do when I wake up, this might be TMI, but I don't care. First thing I did, I go and I, I take a shit. I'm on and I'm, I'm sitting there on the toilet and I'm taking a shit and I'm like, damn, because I listened to half of the album on um at midnight and I was just like, all right, let me let me try and like listen to the features, see what's going on there. I was like, this baby metal shit. Like I said, it's six o'clock in the morning. I'm droggy and it's still kind of dark. Yeah. The thing I heard is just 
as soon as I, it scared me, bro. The whole my shit just dropped instantly. Like it was one of those slow burners. And as soon as I heard that shit, it scared the fuck out of me. It said, <laughs> it just dropped, bro. It scared the shit out of me. Literally. It literally scared the shit out of me. So that is my least favorite song. That song is an absolute zero. I know there's some fucking crackhead, you know, heroin smoking, meth head ass, emo ass niggas that think that shit is fucking Jesus singing with fucking I don't know. I actually know playing a harp. I know some people that think that shit's hard. Playing too, a harp. Yeah. No, that's wow. That that's my least favorite song. If I'm You might need score, to disassociate yourself, my G. That shit's a bit that shit is insane, brother. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. If I'm giving a score to the album, I'm gonna go because he went left field, I gotta prop it up a little bit. I can't just say it's terrible because it's obviously making waves. And um he did create a new sound, and I do give artists more leeway when you're creating a new sound and not trying to do like the pack. I'm gonna give him five one. That's my rating. Five one. My turn. All, All right. right. Uh, yeah. In go, terms go of through, in terms of favorite songs, I'm looking at the track list right now. It's really long, but I would say. Probably on some basic shit, just want to rock. Like that would probably be my favorite song. Yeah. Um, but yeah. also out of new songs that are on the album, I do like the endless fashion feature in Nicki Minaj. So that one's pretty good to me. Yeah, um, she went crazy on that shit. I even have some friends that are like, "Oh, I like that song, but it's the Nicki part for me." And it's like the specific. She's the friend. one that ate. It's the specific friend that. Every single time Nikki's on a fucking track, he's like, oh, I don't know. I don't think Nikki. I'm like, bro, you're literally talking about the queen of rap. Like, just because she's a woman doesn't mean you got to sit here and like, ah, it would have been better without her. I hate that shit. I'll be like, bro. Nikki ain't no every woman. Like, she ain't no everybody else. Like, you ain't allowed to just sit here. Nah, I don't fuck with her because she got a vagina or some shit. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? I'll be like, hell yeah. no, nah, bro. Give it a chance, yo. Anika like, Mirage will eat your favorite rapper on any given track. Like, it, it can happen at any time on any given track. Anika Mirage is going to eat your favorite rapper. Yeah, and she'll, she'll eat their fucking... What the hell am I trying to say? <laughs> You won't buy He's the hit on nothing with that joke. Hell no, I was trying to think of something funny. I was like, and she'll eat that. Nah, I ain't <laughs> What's the least favorite song? Oh, motherfucking uh, The End. The okay, End, yeah. The end mm, really baby bad. Metal. Yeah. Mm. It's, just, it's just not my it's vibe. Not. I haven't heard the Bring Me the Horizon, but I wonder if that's as metal as uh, the end because Bring Me the Horizon is like a punk or a metal yeah, yeah. band or something like that. So I need yeah. to listen to that on the way home and see like if that's. I would imagine it's not as metal as the end. No, the end was but, crazy. Yeah, but. The, as soon as the yeah, end played, I was just, like, yeah, that is the end of me playing anymore. That is the end of me listening to metal or rock or any of that shit. So what's your score then? Oh, uh, that shit. Sterling's. Huh? What's your score? And then we'll we'll get into what Sterling thought. Um, I'd probably give it like a a five or a six. That's for the me. Most, that's the most. We're not rookies. 
Hmm? We're not rookies. We use decimals. We need 5. decimals. 5.5. All right. But that's just on me. 5.5. <laughs> It's just hey, bro. wrong and Look, man. a lot of different yeah. vibes that aren't really my vibe, but like, you know, I respect it type shit. I'ma be like, I'm gonna be a hundred percent with you, bro. Like, I respect what you were saying, Mike. Like about like somebody going out of left field trying to create a new genre, trying to go on their bag. Like, I respect it because I don't have that type of talent, you know. Like, me personally, I don't have that type of talent where I can really like I can't sing, I can't rap, like it's not my forte. I I do sales. That's my job. Uh, <laughs> that's my job. And, you can pod, my nigga. Uh, yeah, you can pod. That's yeah. Bad. We can that's we could, we can pod a little bit. Mm -hmm. We could yeah we could pod a little bit. But like nah, bro. Like I, like I think I even told Mike uh, the other day when I I was speaking with him briefly. I, I you know I have a tendency when it comes to albums. I always like watch reactions to them as I'm reacting to them. But I always like will like try to listen to it on my own. So like for example, like when I first like. I mean, starting from track one, like, even, like, Flooded the Face, and then, like, going down. You know I'm a Travis Scott stand. I listened to A. I was disappointed. Like, yeah, I ain't gonna sit here and lie. Like, I'm just like, bro, like, what the fuck is going on, bro? Like, <laughs> I'm losing brain. I'm literally losing brain cells. Like, I can't. I don't have that many to lose. I'm a smart guy, but, like, damn, like, I'm gonna just start losing everything. I'm gonna go to work like this. Like, <laughs> I, I, like I'm gonna be looking like a zombie and I can't be doing that. But like, I, I, I'm with you on that. Like, uh, I'm, I'm just want to rock to me, like got old super fast to me. So I can't say it was a favorite of mine off the album. Cause it's just like, obviously it was a single out already, mm -hmm. but off the new songs, I did really enjoy endless fashion. Yeah. Spin again's a good song. I like like I do fuck too. with that song. Mm -hmm. Um, Fire Alarm, if y'all, like, remember that song, it's a weird song, bro. With Snow Strippers, um, oh, I Ain't Gonna Cap, that's a weird song. And then CS is based off, of, like, an old rock song. I can't remember the name of the song off the top of my head. But I love that shit. So, but my favorite song off the album, to be 100% with you, I thought I was gonna be, like, I'm, like, look, when I looked at the album, like, the set list or whatever, I was, like, oh, I'm gonna love, like, the Don Tolliver and I'm gonna love the Travis Scott. I, mean, I already know, like, I'm a Don Tolliver guy. Travis Scott, they're in the same umbrella. Like, I already know I'm gonna fucking love that shit. Was a, I loved Don on the song. Didn't like Uzi. Sorry, Uzi. Like, it's one of them ones where, you know, you kind of got saved. Um, favorite song off the, tra off the track list is Pluto to Mars. Um, many of them Pluto to Mars. It's just That's a vibe. more bro. like a like a deep cut from internal tape that probably didn't make it yeah that that and this i mean shit it would have beat most of the songs of eternal take and eternal take was a great album in my opinion um but project wise like and then like worst song worst song to me bro like i mean the end is i mean like that shit hits you across the face i'm with you like like i, I was listening to some of it i was driving like a long distance and i was just listening to spotting up some songs because I, like i said i'd listened to a reaction and i kind of had an idea but i didn't listen to any bonus tracks that shit caught me off guard like hella bro i almost spit i was drinking some water or drinking something it's like what the fuck and i'm like blaring my speaker so i'm just like what is going on like am i am i in another universe like what's going on on that end but um project wise like the way that i saw it is like it was broken up like the two to three different parts it was like he was gonna get that regular uzi sound he's gonna try that punk rap stuff he's gonna get the he's gonna get that conventional sound 
Um, and then on the boat attraction to try some shit, you know? So for me, bro, like it's one of the ones where like honestly, bro, like it's just like a stretch for me. Like oh, it's yeah. a stretch for me to say to even to say I even like the album because I love Uzi. I think Uzi is one of the most unique artists we have in the industry. Like hands down, like look looks wise, like persona wise, like everything about him is just so unique and i love that about him that's what makes me love uzi oh yeah i'm, I'm gonna be a hundred percent with you bro i'm gonna have to give this show a 4.2 like 4.2 <laughs> all right good shit because i thought mom was a little bit low on a like nah, 4.2 so what the what well the reason i say that is because it's because the amount of hype around it, like and i'm gonna bring up utopia because we just got like the fucking craziest like advertisement for that shit that shit's demon to literally demon shit like out at the pyramids type shit like if it's like if that album flops which it won't because travis don't flop on albums it's just what it is like if that album flops you will see me for the first time ever literally shit on travis scott completely um because i will be like that's just a two like if it's bad it's just a two but like, there's not enough bangers off this album where I expect to have some bangers off of the album. Like, it's a summertime vibe. Like, I'm not banging any of these songs. I'm just, it's just what it is, bro. Like, I spin again. I could bang that song. Like, right? Like, I could bang it a little bit. Like, even um, what's the other song? Did the I gotta to or I gotta that song? Solid. I can I bang like it a little. The bit. only way. I can see myself having a newfound appreciation for these tracks is experiencing a live performance of it because I can see like the crowd's reaction. Like this is mosh pit music. Yeah. I can see that shit being hype as fuck. And I don't even care for the song, but like his performance and the way the crowd's reacting to it just would be like a crazy experience in itself. Probably the only way you really going to catch me outside, like banging to this music, but like, no, nah, I'm not really playing ma majority of these songs at all, really. Like, I mean, <laughs> I play a couple of them because I, I do fuck with a couple of them. But uh, from a whole project's perspective, this is not really a project that I'm banging. And uh, yeah, no. Nah, man, it's it's a tough one. Like, and I hate to even like shit on that because like one of my one of my good boys I used to work with. But it's been a year now, but he's like a huge Uzi fan, like, and he always and how he's like he always talks about how like Uzi's inspired him and whatnot. Definitely gonna have him a guest on the show at some point down the road. Uh, super knowledgeable about fashion, music, that type of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and I like hate it because I know how much he loves him and how much like it acts like Uzi's affected him. Like a lot of people don't understand like Uzi has affected a lot of people's life. It's such a positive way like the way that he is as a person like i was speaking about earlier how unique he is i hate to give him a shitty rating on an album that was so highly anticipated but bro like you gotta call a spade a spade like it is what it is like if your shit suck your shit suck like if i suck at my job tell me i suck at my job like it's just what it is i can't change it like or I not change it but like i can't take it away from you if that's your opinion so i mean any final thoughts, man? Because I just, I was just, I mean, I was flat out disgusted at, like, at one point when I, I first said, I was like, flat out disgusted. I feel like we said our piece on this. Yeah. We don't need to go too hard on nah. Uzi. He's, you know. Nah. <laughs> he's, he's a friend of the people, man. And one day, Uzi, when you're friend on our pod, pod, man, like, 
yeah, he's a friend of the pod. Like when when you're on the pod with us, man, we'll talk more in detail about your shit album, this one, and like <laughs> we'll roll into some new shit. You know what I'm saying, brother? But speaking of albums, uh, you know, we we had the, we were fortunate enough to obviously, well, me be fortunate enough to be related or have be friends with. Uh, <laughs> Be related, damn. We are like blood around here, right? Uh, Hell yeah. Uh, be friends with Monty. Have a, have a solid relationship with him, and obviously Mo- Mike being his brother. Um, I want to let Mont- Montrez, and I'm gonna call Montrez for the for the simple fact that I know I know him as Montrez. Um, Hell yeah. But, but I also want let him speak on his album a little I bit. I also more. just wanted to let you guys know that it is not Montrose to you. It is Monty Bynum. M-O-N-T-Y-B-Y-N-U-M. Remember that and keep it locked in your head. Go look it up on all streaming platforms. The Come Up LP is out right now. Shout out once again to the After Dark Podcast for bringing me on as a guest host. First guest host, so I'm really looking forward to being a part of the whole process and whatnot. Hopefully you guys will see me again. So, yes, um, sir. Uh, I just wanted to let everybody know that that Come Up LP is out now. If you fuck with Bruno Mars, if you like Michael Jackson, Chris Brown, James Brown, and all that old school, like we were just talking about Usher, Usher too. So if you like all that old school R&B pop music and just funk music and good vibes, definitely good vibe music for sure. Uh, Upbeat and happy, playful and, you know, a little bit sexual here and there, but I talk my shit too, don't worry. Um, it's not the cleanest thing, but it's definitely not the dirtiest thing on the planet either. So like, I give you a little bit of everything and we uh, play off of all different genres. Pop, we got Caribbean, we got um, old school and all that jazz. Did y'all? Yeah, and um, also, you know, if you find your head bobbing, if you find yourself bobbing your head to the intro song of my podcast, just know, that is the lead-off single to this album. It is King of NC featuring Petey Pablo. Our my cousin. Very true. Our cousin, my, by the way. My. So, you know, I just want to speak uh, on this album real quick. And like he said, I think the biggest takeaway from the album for me is the good vibes. It's taking it back to just what music essentially was down to its core. Everyone today is really trying to be a rapper Mm -hmm. really trying and they're all like developing the same melodic rap same type of sound and you don't really hear people today just making you know music that's relatable good feeling music good feeling pop sounds Mm -hmm. that you can just play in any scenario and that's what the majority of this album really is and that's what it kind of bags that he gets into like what misunderstood is very you know summer pop with some good uh, lyricism by kilo rose as well or Mm -hmm. jack attack if you're looking for him or oh. Shaquille, man of many names. Man of many names. Uh, you know, he got I two think, sides uh, of the coin. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I had to listen to the album as well. Um, one of the things I, I wanted to, you know, applaud you for, Monty, is uh, more or less like it's going against the common grain, kind of basing off of what um, Mike was saying. Like, you know, at the end of the day, like, it's easy to go out here and go and try to make a TikTok song. Like, it yeah. really is. Like, you can mumble to your heart desire and probably find a way to get viral on tiktok but do something that's enjoyable not only that one relatable and i can actually understand what you're saying versus like and i ain't gonna try to give a shout to drake 
But it's like, bro, Drake used to low-key be like that. Like, if y'all don't know, like, Drake used to make legitimate, relatable music. Now he's talking about the Bibelos to the Babalos to the boom, boom, boom. Like, I don't know what fuck that is, bro. And shit, I mean, and Monty will get there eventually, like, where he can have that talk, but also be re- respectfully relatable. And that's one of the things that like, I can appreciate about your music and the things that I've listened to, especially on this album. And um, I still do this. It's funny because uh, when I first, when the King of NC, for example, just to give you all a little story time for a second, when King of NC, before he had a little remix kind of come out with PD, um, I was like, I had it on my songs list. And I always put myself on shuffle. And now that Spotify has smart shuffle, it'll like pull up stuff like outside of your like songs and things like that. Um, and I always have it on shuffle. It always comes up. If I'm if I'm listening to music for more than forty five minutes, forty to forty five minutes, it will always come up on my like song like on on my shuffle. And I always enjoy listening to it. One of those things, man. Like you feel like you feel like once again you can relate to something if y'all are the folks like you said like bob in your head doing that type of thing give them a follow uh give them a follow on spotify give them a spot follow on all platforms spotify apple music all the other platforms he's on and also an instagram follow and other platforms as well that's m-o-n-t-y underscore b-y-n-u-m you already know yeah and give them a give them a shout because i definitely think uh it's one of those things where we're fortunate enough to see to come up with someone that i i really have a lot of faith in and um, quite literally quite literally tight shit yeah and um yeah yeah and um understanding that because it's not a long it's not easy and i know this shit took time that's why like it's just what it was i wouldn't do it like i couldn't do it like i like i literally wouldn't and i couldn't so uh, it's much much applause to that man this will not be the first time that we'll have him up here the discussing his new albums and you know Mm -hmm. you're going to see the growth and you're going to hear it firsthand here and you know we're we're happy to have him here speaking with us it's been a fun pod it's probably one of the more fun ones that i feel like we've had it's a good podcast but more importantly like the album is a really good album it's crafted it took a long time put a lot of work into it so i really think that everyone that's listening to it should just take the time go listen to the albums to come up lp by monty bynum Take a listen. There's gonna there's gonna be it's something it. in there. There's a lot of different vibes. You're gonna pick out one song that you like a lot and you're gonna really play it. So um I look forward to y'all taking a listen and drop a comment down below and let us know what you think and let us know what your favorite song is. Absolutely drop a comment down below. But in regards of what Sterling was saying when he was talking about like uh enjoyable music and just enjoying the process and stuff like that it definitely was an enjoyable process. So I do want everybody to kind of know that like I love music y'all like music is my fucking life and so i want you guys to know that everything that i do in my life has to do with music everything that i will do in my life has to do with music and at the end of the day music comes fucking first so never forget that shit always remember that for me this is mad serious this is my fucking life And I put my life on the line for music and I always will. I will die on the lines that I want to be an artist. I want to be just like Bruno Mars, just like Michael Jackson, just like Usher, just like Chris Brown, but a lot better. Fuck the way how chris brown be all acting all stupid and shit like i ain't no, no damn i ain't no bad rep ass nigga like trust me y'all waiting on a nigga like me a nigga who can actually like put out some music and compete with some of these artists 
who are honestly not doing what they need to be doing. Like, fuck the way how Chris Brown is moving. I will never move like that. Trust me. If y'all give me the platform that I need to make this shit happen, you will see what I will do with all of that fucking support. Trust me. All I need is that support. All I need is to be in the right place at the right time and for the right ears and the right eyes to see me. If everybody gets behind this album and everybody gets behind the music that I make over the course of my career, trust me. I will not be no fucking Chris Brown. I ain't beating nobody, bro. And I ain't even talking shit. Like, I only talk shit on my songs here and there when I need to get some shit off. But I also wanted to bring up my... <laughs> Sorry, I had to get my shit off real no, quick. You know, good, I had to fucking brush your shoulders off type shit. Um, Michael, I wanted to bring up Michael and, like, the whole process of uh, making this album, too, because I don't want it to be understated how much that Michael had to do with practically even the track list on the damn album like this this album would have been a completely different album if it wasn't for michael uh every song had to go through him or else i wasn't gonna release anything every single thing had to have a yes michael agrees michael thinks that's good and don't forget about the sometimes so now we just live for us all misunderstood that was definitely michael for sure so yeah, shout out it got that resolution in there <laughs> so uh don't forget like and uh michael was definitely an executive producer for this album as well so he helped financially in uh pretty much about half of everything so like um shout out to michael uh for sure shout out big mike because uh and shout out osceola studios in uh raleigh north carolina dick hodgins shout out um sean finesse uh he you know north carolina producer who produced pretty much like 99 percent of the album um honestly shout out to ami studios as well that's where we recorded the ep and that's where we um did the single bed and stuff like that so shout out to ami studios as well uh shout out to anybody else who was a part of the process of making the album and anything like that honestly shout out to my supporters who came to my album release party after uh i dropped the album on friday i had an album release party on saturday shout out to all of the neons who showed up uh you're all yeah. neons by the way and uh so i love all my neons all of my supporters and neons and like we all nyas in this for all the life. white people you can't say nigga but you can always say nya yeah you can say nya for sure like i made that shit we made that shit that's us that's us yeah so you heard nah, it man. here first go ahead and stream the come up album you will not regret it you'll find something that you like up here um and you'll also find the same personality that you're enjoying tonight on the podcast so go ahead and stream that uh and yeah, we're, we're looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Drop comments down below. You heard it here first. After Dark Exclusive with the special guest, Monty Bynum. The Come Up LP coming out on all platforms. It's out now. It's out all, now. Out now on all platforms. Go ahead and take a listen. Mm -hmm. And it's not like Lil Uzi either. It's not 23 tracks, bro. It's 11 tracks, 30-something minutes, in and out. I'm just trying to give you what I want to give you and then have you wanting more for real. So I'm not even trying to play with y'all at all. Like, <laughs> nah, man, Monty, you, you definitely, you definitely, uh, you definitely shot on some good things there. I know Mike has been a, a huge 
uh huge proponent obviously one being your brother but obviously one as well like helping produce and like making sure things are like going in the right direction so i'm always supporting you man you know i always got your back and i'm always going to do what i gotta do to be be there for you and as you continue to grow and, and flourish as i know you will um and in that regard our last topic of the night um and i'm excited for monty to be able to chime in on this and be on the first black react uh with a guest on uh for black react this week as well um we got our girl cardi b and offset i mean mm -hmm. look look man they have one of the most volatile relationships i've ever seen in the media uh in the modern age i mean you obviously had the pamela anderson's and what's his face tommy whatever the fuck and you know all the nonsense even the ray j cart kardashian i wouldn't consider that modern age right but you look at what they've been doing just to give you guys a backstory if you haven't heard now you heard nigga uh party b now you know party b has cheated on the offset of the migos um and we know that offset has a past of pretty multiple occasions on cheating on cardi b because she don't cook she don't clean but she somehow got that ring um <laughs> i'm not giving i'm not no i'm not reasoning with cheating point blank period but um the question i have for our black react for the night is is it acceptable for your partner to get upset with you or mad with you for cheating if they've already cheated before as well so i'll start this off Go ahead. because i was hoping you would start it off start it off because look cheating is cheating bro like it happens on a daily basis it happens in, and it happens and people will never find out they will die and they will never know it happened right um and i can respect people that come to the forefront if they've done it even if they didn't don't even feel bad about it they're just like oh i did it like shit you know what it, it is what it is but i want to i want you to hear me on this bro man or woman man or man woman or woman or you know they or them whatever it may or may not be if you are accepting of the cheating the first second third fourth ten fifteen thousand time right and you go and the opposite person goes at like say you're the person that did it right and your partner accepts like look, look we're going to work through this right I'm going to work through this. We'll be fine. We're going to shake it off, brush it off her shoulders. You have to be willing to swallow that fat ass pill like that this happened and we're working through it. And you can't be spiteful in any regard and bring it up ever again. That's that's my opinion on it. You cannot get upset at someone for like. For example, in this specific situation, Cardi B cheated on Offset, but Offset already cheated. He has a right to be upset. He has also a right to not accept the fact that she cheated on him. Just as much as she had the same right before when he did it. But the fact of the matter is that she accepted it the first time, and the second, and the third, and whatever many times. And now she did it, and he up upset about it, obviously. He shouldn't be like, oh, like, nah, that's weird, bro. Like, if you ain't upset about that type of shit, you're just not a human being. Mm. Um, but if you work through it, 
he doesn't, I mean, he has a right to be upset because you're tr- treating like the first, second, however many times they cheated as like a default. Like it didn't, like you're not saying it didn't happen, but you worked through it. It's a part of your journey as a relationship. You can't use that as leverage as my reasoning, like why I didn't necessarily think it was a bad thing. That's my opinion. Like if you are willing to work through it with your partner, because there's plenty of people out there that have done it and it works out beautifully. Like, things work out beautiful whatnot but when you start to be spiteful in the fact like oh i can do this because they did it nah bro like you you guys took that step together and now you're making it of a of a of a notion like oh i can't like you can't be mad because you did it nah nigga they can be mad <laughs> they have every right to be mad because like bro we worked through it because we didn't want to have, have this happen again i mean that's just my point like i don't know i don't know if people are fucking faded on this or not and for all the cheaters out there that have, they're listening to this, and I'm not saying cheaters in a bad in a bad sense. I'm not trying to put you out here like some asshole, but I'm saying, uh, if you have cheated, you know how it feels. If you've done the slightest bit of like even messaging or done like, just know your boundaries, bro, and understand like if you want to work through it, don't make it a fucking big deal. Don't act like that other person can't be mad if you did it and they did it before and you worked through it and now they can't you act like they can't be mad about it the fuck you mean nigga like i'm gonna be pissed as fuck if i went through all that shit that trial and tribulation to get through the shit after i did like maybe i did some dumb shit and we worked through it hell no bro the fuck so that's just my piece i won't let y'all kind of get your piece i'm sorry i would get like a little bit like tied up with that shit because some people are just fucking delusional sometimes do you have a different different take? Do you wanna you wanna tackle this? Uh yeah, I can get y'all uh once y'all once I hear everybody's takes and shit. Okay, well I wanted to see if uh you had a different take because I'm going to whatever uh plank that Sterling just sat down and dove off of on a you know a hundred foot cliff, you know, I'm following my nigga on that cliff. So that's <laughs> I'm I'm right there with my boy on this. Like, what you like? And I feel like a lot of I think a lot of women are gonna take this to heart because they really like to think that uh, men do most of the cheating. But they women really do, do like to think that shit. But women do majority of the cheating. They're the cheaters. They just they just fucking little fucking masterminds of that shit. They're fucking, they the yeah. fucking cheaters for real, for real. Like, so, so what I wanna what I wanna say here is listen. If you and I don't want to go in this case specifically, Offset cheated on Cardi B, right? That's what happened initially. Cardi B said, "That's my man. I'm taking him back." All y'all Twitter niggas can fucking be up in arms, but I'm keeping Offset. I'm not going nowhere. Word, okay, bet. Cardi B cheats on Offset. Offset ain't fucking with that. Let me tell you something, people. For whoever side you land on, just because you don't respect yourself and want to take me back, don't mean that I got to not respect myself the moment you cheat. Listen, you might be okay with it. You might accept my cheap ass apology and brought me back and now we vibing. The moment you cheat on me, that shit don't slide with me. I don't fuck with that. If I was you, I wouldn't have fucked with it when I did. But guess what? It was me, so I was like, "Take me back, baby. You you just gonna let all you gonna let three years down the drain like that? You just, over, over what? Over one chick? One chick? She ain't even that bad like that. You just gonna let her? You just gonna let her throw away everything we got? 
and you ate that shit up, guess what? I know it. I did it first. I ain't finna eat that shit up. When you did it and you come back and you cheat on me, I'm gonna be up in arms. I'm gonna be pissed and I'm gonna walk out on your ass. Fuck you mean. What do fuck you mean? Fuck you mean. You mean. Yeah. No, well, fuck you mean for sure. Like, what are we talking about? Hell yes, I can be mad at you because I don't have to accept it. Just like you didn't have to accept it, but you did. And because you accepted it, then we have to move on. And like Sterling said, you can't bring that back up again. <laughs> you can't use that against me again. Like, and you will. And, and, and I'm saying you, you in this situation because I'm putting myself in the position of the person that, you know, I agree with. I am not a cheater and I'm 1000% against it. And I just, yeah. you know, I don't understand like why that happens. And I mean, I can understand why it happens. Shit does happen. But like at the end of the day, like that's just, just not okay. It's not something you should do. But at the end of the day, if you take me back and then you cheat on me, that don't mean I got to take you back. That don't mean that I got to give you the same grace. And that don't mean that I don't have a right to come out here and on some fucking fuck you mean type shit. And really blow up in this bitch. So that's that's my two takes. And you know, y'all might hate what I said, but guess what? This ain't you react. This ain't white react, blue react, purple react. This is black react on the After Dark podcast. And I am giving you my take. Machi, what do you think? Yeah, my take is more along the lines of like, it might not even be related to the whole fucking Cardi B and Offset shit. I'm just more of like a fuck cheating, fuck cheaters type of shit. And like, personally, I hate the fucking mindset that girls have. It's like, they could ask you any fucking day. Hey, y'all y'all better get ready because I'm about to get pissed right now. But um, they could ask you like any fucking day. And it doesn't even matter. It could be on a first date. It can be like somebody you just meeting. Have you ever cheated before? And it's like, no. Like, I haven't even been in a fucking relationship. Not on some player shit. Nigga, I can't get no fucking relationship. I'm going to be straight up with YouTube. And I'm going to be straight up with y'all niggas. Like, I can't do that shit. And most guys can't. So most guys don't have the ability to be out here just fucking, fucking, fucking. Like, we can't do that shit. Like, for girls to think that we just out here fucking tapping that shit today and tapping new shit tomorrow. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Like, mindset-wise, you know that you have more power to be able to go around and do that shit so that's probably why more girls are fucking cheaters and it just pisses me off with the mindset that guys walk around here just trying to i mean we definitely do as guys not as me not as michael and probably not as sterling i can't speak for you though i just know i just know michael's right uh but as guys they think we just walking around here putting our dick in every fucking thing in every fucking body and i'm just sitting here like no some of us either have morals or some of us just straight up can't do that shit too you know what i'm saying like sometimes you can't fucking get that done like that and but they can and that's why you gotta fucking watch out for them for real for real because like they'll love to put the cheater shit on men and they'll love to put it on you but what you have to remember is they probably have way more cheating history than you ever will be able to have. And that's what pisses me off the most, bro. I ain't even started yelling. I'm trying to calm down low-key. But, like, this shit just be pissing me off. I want YouTube to know that I ain't no fucking player. I ain't no fucking uh, dude that be getting hella bitches low-key. Like, nigga, I just be 
getting somebody and then they fucking tired of my ass. You know what I mean? Normal nigga right. shit. Like normal nigga shit. You yeah. get friend zone majority of the time. Like that's normal nigga yeah. shit. Let's be fucking real, bro. I ain't Chris Brown. Hopefully I can be, but not on some beating bitches asses. Maybe on some slapping bitches asses type shit. Fuck I'm on. <laughs> but I'm just saying, bro. Like that should be pissing me off. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mike, you can take. Nah, it. bro. That's you can take it. No, that, that, that's wild. Because like, one of the things that I've always like, it goes directly to that point. It's like, and I agree with you to a, a certain extent, Monty. Like, I mean, there's certain things like. You're right. Like, I mean, a girl could like, you know, first date type shit, and I'm sure as, and as you get older, like, I I feel like it becomes more and more important to kind of know these things just off the rip like we spoke about earlier like with the mm. modern dating age and how it is but like if if, if a girl's like oh like you ever cheated before no nah, man i no nah, i haven't like you know everybody's like, gonna say that and they're gonna expect everybody to say that and so of course they're gonna yeah. fucking be like no you're a fucking liar well are you a no, liar no, no, no. Like, are you a fucking yeah. liar how many well, the more thing is, have it, you done? it's the definition it's the definition of cheating too because like some people see cheating as just straight flat out physical intimacy mm -hmm. right and yes that is like the most direct and like easiest point blank way to put on cheating but cheating typically is a process bro it ain't like i it, most of the time it's not like i'm gonna go out oh shit damn like and it just happened mm. it's mostly like oh shit like i was messaging this guy on instagram and like it was this that and the other and like you know i he like he started texting me and like we texted here and there like and he throw me like he do this this and this and like or she did this this and this like it's never it's it's never as simple as like one night out i got a little fucked up or i got i just feel in some type of way and we did this it's never really that simple and, and when it is like that that's honestly to be frank, it's honestly better that way because one thing I've always said, and this is not even like a a, 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 a a slide at women because like I think women are the most beautiful creatures on the planet, like inside and out, genuinely, like genuinely. Uh, yeah. um, I feel lesbians one hundred percent. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm with you, I'm with you on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one thousand percent. That's why I, I be telling people. But the thing is, is like women like there's this thing that's been going around and like and it sounds stupid like some girls may think it sounds stupid but i think it's some butt of the truth to a degree it's like a lot of men can have like meaningless emotionless sex like and have that physical intimacy and like still want to be with their girl bro like they don't like they want to be with their shorty yeah like that's just what it was but like if a girl's cheating like that's a process my g like mm -hmm. that's like i'm building an emotional bond connection because a lot of girls like just straight up like a lot of girls like oh he's really hot like obviously you're physically attracted to him but like a lot of girls can get turned off by somebody if their personality is shit like if they and they could be the most attractive person on the planet there's some things that just you can't like if you're michael b it's kind of hard like i mean like michael b could just like walk around and like pants are walking drop. around like that you know yeah you yeah he just his pants gonna just gonna drop <laughs> but the point is is like a lot of times like, no Jordan, just for everybody out no Jordan. Jordan Michael but the thing is is like a lot of times like women like, it's a process to do that sort of thing and they're building an emotional bond whereas like a lot of times guys is like i'm just catching a body and moving 
but it ain't like I'm trying to start a whole life with this bitch and like and I'm not saying bitch in a obviously disrespectful manner, but uh, you know that sort of thing. And I agree with you on that regard. And I like I said to the original point, like you can't get upset with someone if you accept it the first time and they don't accept it when you do it. Like it's just it's what it is. Like it's a choice between partners. A partnership is a partnership. It takes two people to tango. There's a it's a two way street. There's all types of fucking entendres I can throw at you that go into relationships and partnerships in general. But like it's what you accept in setting the proper boundaries. Because if you define like if you within your relationship you define cheating as just flat out physical intimacy, then. Your girl can be having her DMs get blown up regardless. Like she could chat out forever she wants to chat. And then if she gets physical intimate, that then that's your cheating line. For some people, it's that it's that like, hey, are you chatting up like a little bit too flirty? Like you don't even notice, dude. Like, this is like weird. Like that could be cheating for someone. That would be my definition of cheating personally. Mm-hmm. Like, cause it starts the, the buck starts there. Yeah. Like the buck starts there. It don't end. It starts. And the end is the physical intimacy. And that's when you're jumping ship for most folks. Like, it is what it is. I get it. I can understand why people be like, why would, like, it's not be okay? Because, and it's honestly, if it was asked backwards where Cardi cheated first and Offset took her back and then Offset cheated and now she want to be mad, unfortunately, girls would be taking Cardi's side and be like, oh, you know, why would you, like, why would he do that? You have everybody to be mad. Nah, nah, no, you, like, you got everybody to be mad, but, like, in the situation that Offset's mad now, like, girls will back Cardi up, like, oh, you did it so many times, like, why can't she do it? The fuck? It's still as two rights, two wrongs don't make a right, bro. It's the same, it's the golden, it's one of the few golden rules we have on this planet. Like, two wrongs don't make a fucking right. There's a few wrongs that will make a right, um, but we don't talk about that. That's, that's too violent, but, uh, <laughs> You know, that's just my piece, man. I, it's one of those things where it's it's a slippery slope. It just depends on your morals and how you how you raised up, what your what your what your situationship or relationship looks like. It's all types of there's all there's a lot of different variables that go into it for a lot of different people. But if you set out boundaries, you should be able to understand understand. Oh shit, like the shit's over, or oh shit, like we might be able to work through this. I would just like to put out for all the girls listening. I don't know what y'all's um like demos or you know, it's demographics and shit like that but i would just like to put out for all the girls listening that is 100 facts what i was saying like i'm dead ass fuck cheaters fuck cheating hey nigga this ain't your bumble dog i'm just letting y'all know type shit like niggas be looking at me because i'm fucking light-skinned and shit and it be pissing me you off you ain't even light-skinned bro you a light you are a lighter black dude. You ain't light skin. No, I am light skin. Biracials are not light skin. They are fucking biracial. Biracial mixed niggas are not light skin. You hardly look at the screen, bro. You ain't that much lighter. I don't know. All I know is bitches be calling me light skin and they just be assuming I act like that shit. And I'll be like, bro, I wasn't even treated like that growing up. You, you know don't what be I'm acting saying? like you light skin? No. You ain't on Instagram doing light skin fucking poses and shit? I do. I do pop star oh shit. God, oh I do pop star shit. All right, all right, all right. So we gonna, we gonna end it there. This was a fun podcast, everyone. Hope you enjoyed it and whatnot. I'm gonna go ahead and fucking close this one out. So here we go. For all the dogs. For all the fellas out there listening. Listen, they only want a 1% man. So quit your bitching and get your bread up. How many times we gotta tell you? We... We your brothers, we really looking out for you. We really looking out for you.
And for all the ladies out there, he don't want you, sweetie. Give it up. Just move on already. But it's okay because you're still beautiful and powerful and will always love you. It's the After Dark Podcast. Until next time.